Welcome back to the Takes with Tailgaters podcast presented by Official Sports Place. My name is Town Hauser, and alongside my co-host, Nathaniel Yates. Howdy. And our other co-host, Kane Cooley. What's up? That's new talent. So, that is new. Um, we have a new partnership, Official Sports Place, on Instagram. Go follow them at Official Sports Place. Uh, they post daily content, news, rumors, highlights, and polls, and more. Um, and we're really excited about the partnership. I don't know about you guys, but uh, I'm ready to get going. Um, yeah. Yeah, they have a great community of 55,000 followers. We're mm-hmm. super excited to partner with them. A lot of exciting content that we're going to bring you guys, and I... It's just going to be fantastic. Hey, and if you found us from there, welcome. Welcome. I mean, yeah, I'm sure we have a, not, a lot of new listeners. Um, and so, you know, we have a pretty diverse fan fandom of sports teams here. Uh, yeah, if you guys are watching the video, you see the Colts jersey. We've got a Chiefs jersey. A bunch of Chiefs stuff up. We're going to have a lot more decor. So we're going to deck it out, man. We're going to deck it out. Yeah, we're going to try to deck this area out as much as possible. We tried to a little bit today. Yeah. Um, as much as we possibly could. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to get going with this partnership, and uh, I think both sides will be pretty happy with it. So Yeah, let's for get sure. to it. So we have an... Um, oh my goodness, guys. When I say we have a, bu- a buffet yeah. of an episode today. This is like one of the most stacked times of years, year in general for sports. Imagine pop. Golden Corral, yeah. but like good food. That's what... Like, this is <laughs> yeah, the, like actual good food? Yeah, like this is like this episode. Yeah. We have best of this week, as always. Guess who? March Madness. We're going to go through and make a bracket. And then we have NFL news, Drew Brees retired, Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill news, Brady rework, Chiefs O-line woes, Aaron Jones, Cam Newton resigns, and then our NFL free agency special. And then we are doing a earned jersey tier maker. Wow. Quite a stacked episode. Quite a stacked episode. I kind of forgot how stacked it was until you said that, and I was like, wow, that's pretty... uh well, let's get into get it then. Caden, yeah. what's, what's the best thing you saw this week? Best thing I saw this week. Um, you know, you're used to winning teams holding up the trophy, right? We'll get ready for this. The Mets practice winning the World Series during spring training. And uh, I don't follow baseball too closely, but I'm going to take it they're not going to win this year. I do know that oh for a fact. God, and um, I don't know how I feel about that because that's that, an that's interesting way to celebrate. Yeah, that's embarrassing. I don't know about you, but I hate that. I love it. I absolutely I, I actually think it's sick. Flip side um, of the coin there. Back in the day, Jimmy, uh, head coach Jimmy V for North Carolina State, if you know like the Jimmy V Foundation, the famous ESPN mm-hmm. speech, that's what his team did. They practiced cutting down the nets, and then they ended up winning. I think it's just a cool mindset to put your team in, no matter what, like, hey, we see ourselves as contenders, no matter what baseball guys say, no matter what ESPN says. We see ourselves that we're going to be playing late in October, and I, I think it's pretty sick. I actually vibe with it. It's respectable. It's yeah. It's, it's just a, it's, a, it's a an thing. interesting look when you're when you haven't been a contender in a little while. <laughs> yeah, it'd be much cooler if like the Yankees did it. Yeah, or, like yeah. it's just like my reaction, or even to the it, Dodgers. Well, I guess they just got practice last. October, my reaction but. to that is Kobe Bryant. Um, that clip when he was on Jimmy Kimmel and. There was a clip of Nick Young and like basically the trash Lakers being like celebrating a win after they've won like their sixth game of the season, and and Jimmy goes, so Kobe, would that would that happen if you were there? And Kobe's just looking at him like, would that? Just he doesn't even say face? anything. Yeah. Hey. And uh, in these power rankings, the Mets are sixth. So. Oh, okay. Well, 
I take back that's what I said. Better you know, what? I hope they win now, and they no. You know, what? I you know what? Because then John will be happy, and we don't. Then want we that. have to hear about it constantly. Like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. I don't want no, them. no, no. The Mets, I don't no. want the Mets to win. Tom, what's the best thing you saw this week? Best thing I saw this week was number one overall pick, Anthony Edwards, actually having a pretty good night, uh, thirty-four points, and definitely what you like to see out of these rookies have have just a couple nights where you show just a little flash. Um, and Anthony Edwards looked great in this game, thirty-four points. Uh, actually, had a minus plus minus. Which is very weird. Plus, I mean, minus. it's the Tim Wolves. It's just kind of expected. Yeah, so that's fair. Um, yeah, but they, I, I saw that they beat the Blazers, and I was like, how do the Timberwolves win a game? So, uh, yeah, Anthony Edwards went off. And but the big conversation point for this game was Anthony Edwards hitting a three in Carmelo Anthony's face, and then hitting with a three to the dome. Um, how do we feel about a, a player using their celebration against them? Do we think it's like a respectful thing, or is it like a, oh, I like I'm showing you up kind of thing? I think it's kind of like a I'm showing you up thing, but almost in like a respectful way. Because there's guys that have done stuff similar, but in a much worse way. So I think for a guy like Mello, who's the Hall of Famer, he's one of the best scorers ever. Mm -hmm. um, to be able to do that, especially as a rookie, you know how that must feel for like a 19, 20 year old? Mm -hmm. Like you've been watching this guy the whole time. You've been growing up. You've been watching him do the three to his head and then you finally get to do it to him. So, so a cool celebration. I feel like it's it's a respect thing more than anything. And I wouldn't be too butthurt about it. Yeah, no, it's actually caused a lot of debate online. I actually kind of like it. And it's pretty situational. No, it's because he went off and they won. Yeah. So it's like that adds to it. If they were down by like 15 and he had like... It would be kind of empty. Like 12 points. Like, yeah, yeah it would suck. But dropping 34, winning the game... I don't know. I kind of like it. It's cold. Anthony he gets Edward, to celebrate. He seems like a guy who just relies on like swagger and you know confidence and just pure athletic ability. And so seeing him kind of get more confident on the court. I mean, yeah, Anthony Edwards. He, we, we he said he didn't even like basketball. He's just like he's just one of those guys that would have been successful no matter what he did at any sport. Um, he just happened to go like first overall. Exactly. <laughs> like he's just that talented. Yeah. Uh, imagine if he actually like like really really cared as much as yeah the like guy. Anthony like, can't you just like basketball like a little bit I feel like it'd be um, like sick but this moment reminds me a lot I mentioned Kobe a lot but this reminds me a lot of Andrew Wiggins hitting a fadeaway shot on Kobe and Co and uh, Kobe came down and slapped him on the butt and said, said I've seen that move before um, and then yeah Andrew Wiggins like yeah I got that from you and that's a really that's a really cool moment to see like these kids who have been watching this player I mean Anthony Edwards Carmelo Anthony got drafted in 2003 yeah. he's what a year older than us he's 19 or 20 yeah. So, ever since we all were born, this guy was watching Carmelo Anthony. And it's like a, it's like a passing the torch. Oh yeah, it's such for a, sure. It's such a cool moment, and hopefully Anthony Edwards actually becomes good because that Andrew Wiggins moment isn't nearly as cool because he's, he's not that good anymore. He's but just like, been he's getting just, better. So. Not what we yeah. thought he was going to be. So, for sure. Uh, the best thing I saw this week, Drake, the goat. Yeah, that's it. Just Drake. The man. Yeah, I just saw Drake. He actually, you saw Drake. He was in town. Yeah. I said, "What's up?" In KC. I saw. Yeah. No, but he is set to become the first artist in history to do to debut at number one and number two on the top 100. That is insane to me. I love how people hate on Drake, and then it's like, hey, guess what? He's broken, like, every record ever for a label. <laughs> well, and, like, artists going number one, like, on the top 100 is, like, their all-time dream. And I think people hear about that all the time, so it doesn't sound like a big deal anymore. Mm -hmm. But it's like, do you realize how difficult that is to make a song that is so good that everybody in the world is listening to it? Like, 
I imagine it's insanely hard. difficult. I imagine pretty hard. And then he gets it first and second. That's yeah, yeah. That's uh, what two songs were they? The first. The, it was what's next. What's next, and then, and then once in needs. So okay. not even like the best song. Yeah, yeah. One of those has Patty in it too, right? Interesting. Uh, no, Lemon Pepper that's, Freestyle. Yeah, that's Lemon Pepper. Of course, it wasn't one of the two songs. It's okay though. He's still in the album. Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. you know, Patty just fell short. Just again. <laughs> I didn't need that. <laughs> no, but uh, dude, I'm so high for Certified Lover Boy. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna be. Definitely gonna be a good album. Yep. Gonna be fire. All right. Well, let's get into Guess Who. So if you don't know, Guess Who is our fun little guessing game that we do. We each have 30 seconds to guess the NBA player. We're doing NBA players today. To guess the NBA player that the other person is thinking of. So what we're gonna do is mine my players for Caden, Caden's players for Talon, and Talon's players for me. So I will pull up a timer. Who wants to go first today? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. You're gonna go first. So you'll. Yep. So. You, okay. Yeah. So. You, I'm asking guess. Kate. Okay. So this is a very stressful game. I wasn't ready to just really hop into this. Like, well, get ready, man. Caden, oh, are you ready? I am ready. Three, two, one. Eastern. No. Did they make the play? Or are they gonna be in the playoffs this year? Yes. Uh, Mavs. No. Lakers. No. Uh, Tim. Nope, not Timberwolves. Um, Clippers. No. Suns. No. Um, oh no, I just ran through the whole list. Um, you're forgetting um, the top one. Um, the top one. Oh, the Jazz. Yes. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, no. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert, you got it. 20, <laughs> 25 seconds. Wow, five seconds. That was a long time, but like, I'm just glad I got it. You got it, man. That's, wow. what, that's what it's all about. It. Yep. Good job, Fake Kool-Aid. defensive player of the year right there. Yeah. I know. Also, come on, he can't win Depoy. He's not deep boy, guys. He's not deep boy. I like how I listed everybody else in the list except the best team. Dude, in the I, West right I really now. wanted to butt in and be like the number one seed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Talon, you ready? All right, we good? All right. Okay. Yes. Yep. Three, two, one, start. East. No. Okay. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, are they gonna make the playoffs? Yes. No. 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 Maybe. Okay. So, uh, Mavericks. No. Uh, Blazers. No. Oh God. Um. Not Timberwolves. Oh God, I'm blank. Spurs. No. Oh my God. What are the other teams in the West? Um. Oh God. They're on the bubble. They're they're on the they're on the bubble. I oh, think so. What are the teams on the bubble? Oh God. Are, is it the? Oh my God. And stop that. Was no. Warriors. We literally just uh, talked about him, Anthony Edwards. They're. I said maybe. I didn't know. <laughs> they're like last play. <laughs> okay, well, they're not on the bubble. <laughs> okay, it's COVID Caden's season. Fault. It's COVID season. Everyone's on the bubble, guys. That's Caden's fault. <laughs> but that's still an L. You said not Timberwolves, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, well, you said on the bubble, and I was like, it can't be the Timberwolves. That was okay. amazing. Okay. I'm ready Let when me, you I'm are. just going to look up the Western Conference standings. The Timberwolves <laughs> now are 9-30. and 30. Really on the bubble there. <laughs> All they need is one run. Hey, definitions uh, change. They just need to have the greatest win streak in NBA history. <laughs> <laughs> to even get close to playing. <laughs> oh, that one hurt, man. Hey, that they're on hurt. the lottery pick bubble. Yeah, that's what that's what he meant. That's what he meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 I'm ready when you are, my friend. Yep. I'm ready. Three, two, one. Houston Conference. No. Um, are they in the playoffs? Yep. Suns. Nope. Lakers. Nope. Jazz. Nope. Blazers. Yep. Robert Covington. No. Damian Lillard. No. CJ McCollum. No. Yusuf Nurkic. No. Uh, Carmelo Anthony. Nope. 
Oh, fuck. Uh, Gary Turner Jr. Yep. Oh. 17. 17 seconds. Man, I was like, oh, man, I got to pull some plate. I thought it was like the dunk contest guy. I was like, and for Oh, for I didn't think about him. That was a good I one. Picked, I picked this little low-key one. Last time I picked Chris Paul, so I was like, to go blow that. Yeah, you picked Chris Paul, and I was like, dude, come on. That was a good one. The Blazers, yeah. that's kind of a low-key team. Low-key team. So what, like we went it. two for three this week? Two for three. You know, And you know what? That's a good percentage. I feel <laughs> good about that. I'm moving on. You guys. scared me, kid. You scared me, man. Hey, I just want to give you a difficult. <laughs> Dude, I literally said, you said on the bubble, and I el- immediately eliminated the Timberwolves. <laughs> said, well, that is the one team I can't say. All right. I, I'm still embarrassed about blicking out about half the team, half the league, though. Yeah, like, you, you said on the bubble, and I was like, oh, God. Like, yeah, that was Caden's goof, but, I mean, you said, like, one bubble team. <laughs> I said Spurs, and I was like, well, that's the only one I can think of right now. <laughs> okay, so... It's time. March Madness is here. Didn't have it last year. Makes this one even more important. We're going to go through and bracket. So how is this going to work? We're going to have a matchup, and we're going to vote on the winner. We're going to have like a collective bracket. Yeah, tiebreaker, obviously, and then that that team will move on. So starting off, Gonzaga versus either Norfolk State or Appalachian State. Uh, just give me Gonzaga. Yeah, Gonzaga. Don't, yeah, we don't I need to talk about that. Now, we know that a 16 has beaten a 1, yep. but I do not see Gonzaga falling to that. Especially when they're undefeated. And, yeah. Uh, so, next game. up, our first kind of interesting one, Oklahoma and Mizzou. Oh, we have to talk about this this soon. Um, Man. I want Mizzou to get past this round, personally, because, you know, big Missouri podcast. So, I'm going to say Mizzou. Mizzou does have some really good wins. You know, they beat Illinois, they beat Alabama, they beat Tennessee. That's the thing I'm looking for in this tournament. And Oregon, like, Wichita Oregon's State. Have one. you shown the are like the keys are are you either on a win streak or have you shown the ability to beat the good like the best teams? Yep. I will say they finished kind of rough, 3 and 6, but you know, they got pieces. They got Xavier Pinson. Um, I, I like Mizzou here. I'm, I I'm I'd, okay I'd agree with that. All right, Creighton versus University of California at Santa Barbara. Uh, you know, I think Creighton's a sleeper team, so... Oh, I don't know, man. They just got yeeted in the... Oh, wait. I might be thinking of someone else. Year. Sorry, there's like 50 teams, I think so... You, well, there's 64. So, yeah. Well, actually, there's 68. Yeah, my bad. Um, not um, Creighton. So, we all know that a at least one 12 seed's beating a 5 seed, you know, we, and we got to decide, is it this has, the one? Is this the one? Um, I, I don't know if this is the one. To me, Santa Barbara is good... Just I I don't know if they're my 12 seed this year, and I know Creighton's kind of down bad, but I know that they're good. Yeah, they're what 20 and eight. So you know they beat Villanova. They lost to Kansas by one point. They beat Seton Hall twice. They spoke to Xavier. Those are good teams. And then UCSB hasn't played an opponent with a top 75 net. I don't know what that means, but it sounds good. Yeah, and I mean, they're making 57%. I think that, their, I think that means they haven't played a top 75 team, so. Yeah, they're making 57% of their assisted field goal attempts too. So, I'm I'm going to have Creighton coming out of this one probably. Yeah, I, I got Creighton it, winning it, this There just feels like a, a couple other 5-12 upsets that would be more possible than this one. All right, next up we have Virginia versus Ohio. And this one's a tough one. Virginia a little bit down bad right now. And Ohio just won their conference attorney. Ohio's got a also, lot of good stories behind them. Their Vir- point guard has like a crazy story. Virginia has a guy named Sam Hauser. Last, hey, that's your last the last name. name. It's not spelled the same, but we have the last name. Well, I name. guess they're winning the national championship. So they're, they're actually my guys to win it all. So obviously you're going to have them make it out of this round. Uh, yeah, because we have the same last name. Those are my only notes on Virginia. All right, so what do you, what do you guys got? Um, I'd say Virginia. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'd... 
I don't really know much about um, Ohio, I will say. But uh, from what I know, um, you know, all it takes is a Hauser to win a national championship. So That's all you need. Yeah, no, I agree. I think <laughs> you agree that it takes a Hauser. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I think you know you need a, you need a guy with the last name Hauser yep. on your squad, yep. and we sure do. So mm-hmm. that's why we're exactly. the greatest podcast mm-hmm. of all time. Exactly. No, I agree. I just don't know if Ohio is good enough to beat Virginia, despite Virginia not playing their best basketball right now. Hey, they're still the defending champions, though. Technically, no, that, that is facts. I mean, two years removed, and what two seasons worth of players removed? Yeah, no, they, yeah. they. You can't take it away. They are the defending champions, and I think there's a certain swagger to that. Like, even though it's technical, those teams don't. Those teams bit. will take the technical like yeah, see wins. That. Next mm-hmm. up, we got USC over Wichita State or Drake, and Wichita State and Drake's gonna be a really good matchup. Both teams are really slept on, really good teams. I think Wichita State is gonna win though, so I'm gonna go with the assumption. Do you guys agree? Yeah, Wichita State. Yeah, I, okay. I'll I'll be okay with that one. So Wichita State versus USC. Now USC, that's a tough one. They got those Mobley brothers. They're very very good. Um, Evan Mobley is like a top five pick this year. Yeah, dude, that guy isn't he like the seven footer? Yeah, he's like a mobile seven foot. Yeah, dude, that guy. I kind of watched some film on him. He is special, man. He looks special, like a Kristaps Porzingis type of special. I do love my upsets, but I think I got to do USC here. I thought Wichita was kind of at least a sleeper to make it to the second weekend. Though. You know, I think Wichita State is a good pick for a sleeper. But, you know, with all that drama about how it happened with their coach, they don't have, like, Greg Marshall. Yeah. I think it's just been kind of a weird season yeah. for them. And then also you got a, ba- a tough battle with Drake. Mm-hmm. And then just going up against, like, the Mobley brothers, that's that's tough. Yeah, I'll say USC then. Yeah, USC Tiger. Okay. That'd be such a cool moment. Uh, Kansas versus uh, Eastern Washington. Give me Kansas. I'm Kansas. sorry. I just don't see them losing. And nah. like yeah. Kansas just, playing, they're good. Is playing great basketball right now. They, you know, I really didn't think that they were. I didn't know they were doing so good. They were down bad. Yeah. for a little. Well, because yeah, that's all I remember. They had a losing streak because we live in Kansas City, so like big Kansas fans around here. And I remember being like hearing like, oh, Kansas is doing terrible. And then I look at the bracket, and I'm like, oh wow, they're actually doing great. Yeah, yeah I mean, they use. Elite defense pulled it out the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's so. what happens, especially in college when you have an all-time coach. Does it, it doesn't matter. It's just kind of wild, and you know, like we said, we want to see streaks out of these teams. They started out not very hot, and they finished with a three seed in the West for the tournament. So. Just a little fun fact on KU basketball: current streaks of teams receiving a four seed or higher in the NCAA tournament. Kansas has a streak of twenty. Wow. The next highest is Gonzaga with four. Wow. That's dude. insane. KU has like some crazy like they, like Allen Fieldhouse. The, the, like, those records in Allen Fieldhouse are crazy. Next up, we got Oregon and VCU. This is a tough one. Yeah, that's one of those that can really just go either way. I don't really know. Yeah, you know, neither team has played a lot of great competition. Um, I will say. one versus top 25 teams. Oregon has four players averaging double-digit points. That does help. All right, so again, uh, what I've seen from VCU uh, is they, uh, I'm going to butcher this name. His name is Nashan Highland. I tried my best. Uh, he's averaging 19.4 points, uh, about four rebounds, 37 from three. And apparently, from what I have seen, is that this could be one of those guys that kind of gets put on the map if they make kind of a run in the mm. tournament. Okay. Um and like one of those guys who like didn't really know who he was and then Draft the tournament just happens and just up. shoots okay. up like we remember that John Morant game. He went from like sixth, fifth pick to like second immediately through For one sure. game. Um and so this from what I've seen, this could be one of those guys that can be put on the map, or at least somewhat that maybe not like top two, but something like that. Um, I wanna say Oregon still, just due to the fact that they've won eleven of their last twelve games. 
Those are that's huge, man. That's I mean, huge. You know, you're coming in hot. You got to be coming in hot. And I think that's important in March. So I'm I'm gonna I'm picking Oregon. I, I feel very that's comfortable fair. with that. Yeah. I okay. feel comfortable. Next up, Iowa Grand Canyon. Give Grand Canyon all the way. No, Iowa. All right, so we'll we'll just continue on the West and we'll get to our winner and then we'll move on. Okay, Gonzaga versus Mizzou. I don't think Gonzaga's gonna go all the way. I want, I mean, the, obviously the best team, but I just know how March Madness works. But I don't think Mizzou's the team that knocks them out. I, yeah, I I completely agree. I don't think. Sorry, yeah, Kane. Sorry, I, I know. I know. It's okay. I I have them beating them here, so I'm not I'm not mad about it. I guess. <laughs> It's whatever. Crane in Virginia. I said it's whatever. I don't feel great about even Crane advancing in the first round, so I like Virginia over Creighton. Yeah, Virginia just had more stuff I liked about it anyways, to be honest with you. It's, I mean... I don't feel good about either team here, and I just know that Creighton still just got their shit kicked by Georgetown, right. so... And we Creighton's barely had them coming out of the first round. Yeah, so I feel so. pretty good about Virginia advancing the Sweet 16. USC and Kansas. Now, this is a hard matchup. Wow. You know, Kansas is pretty thin, but I, I don't know. I feel like Kansas is going to pull this one out. This this is one of those watch games, though. This is one of those, like, I could, ease, I could see KU Either in this or. game. Yeah. I could see. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, Especially like, with a great big as in Mobley. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, when you have a mobile seven-footer out there, that kind of helps. Um, I'm going to say Kansas just because, you know, they were at a point where, obviously, you know, they were playing great defense down the stretch, but they're even getting the guy back from COVID protocols. Uh, David McCormick, 17 points mm-hmm. a game. That's mm-hmm. pretty that's significant. Extra 17 points a game. Um, so once you add that to the first round, um, nice. coming into the second round, I just think that's going to do it for him. But Next like, up, oh, sorry. I think we could, like, this is a game where it comes to oh, like, for sure. the last oh, shot I could, type of thing. I, yeah. I think it's going to be close to the very end. Next up, Gonzaga, Virginia. Also, I've noticed that our Sweet 16 is just the top four seeds. So Sick. I'm sure this is going to go Sick. great. Uh, Gonzaga versus Virginia. I, get, uh, I just don't feel good about these top teams, man. Gonzaga definitely got a pretty good pool. I, I don't think Virginia is being Gonzaga. I mean, Virginia against top 25 teams is one in three. And I just da- I just, I can't see it. Yeah, I don't want to have Gonzaga the, going farther seeds. than this, but like... I don't think Virginia's beating them. Yeah. So, I guess Gonzaga. And then Kansas and Iowa. Oh, man. Both teams with some lot of, lot of great wins and then a lot of bad losses. I'd say Iowa's, Iowa's pretty reliant. Um, I mean, their star player is averaging Luke Gar- Gaza? Luka. Luka Garza. Luka Garza. Okay. Uh, 24 points a game, nine rebounds, but... And a block and a half. You know, for a team, I mean, we had them playing Kansas, right? Yep. Yes. So you're playing a team with a real team identity, right? Defense, um, and just trying to feed it to one guy, I feel like isn't going to go very well. Yeah, I so. mean, because if he's not going, then you're screwed. Yeah, then you're screwed. And in the tournament, we've seen that, like, most of the time, you do anything to scratch and claw your way mm-hmm. to a win. I will say really ugly win. Yeah. And eventually there's always the team with the star player and I could easily see it being Iowa, but that team always fizzles out at some point. right? Yeah. The teams that actually have a well-rounded team. I mean, those are always the college basketball. Those are the teams that are going to win. So I'd have Kansas upsetting Iowa here. Yeah, man. We have Kansas. I agree with that too. And then, but see now do I see Kansas beating Gonzaga? Low key? No. See, this is getting to the point where it's like... I think... I will say, I feel pretty confident that Gonzaga's going to lose in the Final Four. Because I see like the East bracket, and you have teams like Michigan and Alabama. Those mm-hmm. are teams that 
and even like you know a team like a sneaky team like LSU or Florida State in Texas, like those are really good teams. I can see possibly knocking out Gonzaga, but yeah. this bracket and these fringe these teams that are going through some hardships like Kansas, Virginia, Iowa, none of these teams are in a perfect scenario. Yeah. And you want to be as close to perfect as you can in March. And I'd say Gonzaga is probably as close as you're gonna get right now. Yeah. So undefeated's pretty. Pretty. pretty it, it does pretty help. Yeah. yeah. Well, and they just have the star power, right? I mean, they have. I don't think Jalen it's a Suggs. hot. I don't They've think it's a hot take. No, yeah, it's no. not a hot take. I'm just. Yeah, you know. and, and it feels like they have like the the talent of Jalen Suggs, and also the well rounded team. Like, yeah, it, it's not just like you're relying they have, on they one have guy. what you like from Iowa, and then also what you like from Kansas. Yes. So I'm I'm okay with putting them in our Final Four. We'll see how things fall. Yes, I'd agree. All right, next up we got Michigan versus MSM or Texas Southern. I don't know who MSM is. So I'm just going to go ahead and Mount St. Mary. St. Michigan, then. Is it actually? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Thank you for that. Get you. The bracket I'm looking at. Says All right, so I Michigan, I think, is an easy one. Michigan's pretty mm-hmm. solid. Yep, you know, yep. They're one seed against mm-hmm. you know, 16. LSU versus St. Bonaventure. Now, this is a tough one. The Bonnies, baby. Yeah. Bonnies, the Bonnies, man. The Bonnies are low key. There are lit. some goofy names in this bracket. There are See, some goofy I want to say LSU. The LSU, you know, they had a great run to advance to the conference championship game and lost by one point. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Alabama. So from what I've seen from LSU, don't they have like an amazing offense? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So basically, the defense can keep up. Yes. Yeah, as long Do you, as they don't let them score like they over have, eighty, they, they average eighty-two points a game, and their opponents' points per game is seventy-five. Do you think their defense will keep up against St. Bonaventure? Yes. Yep. Okay. I like LSU. I mean, they're one point away from being conference championships or conference champions mm-hmm. over Alabama. They just got another great win over Arkansas, who's another really good team. Give me LSU here. I feel really confident cool. about that. All right. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely right. okay with that. We got another twelve-five. Colorado versus Georgetown. Oh Oof. man. Georgetown's playing well. Yeah, but Colorado's only lost two games since January 30th. Mm. That's That's got to matter. But, I mean, yeah. When you're Give talking me, about streaks. I like Colorado. Yeah. Georgetown was got hot for the conference tourney. They you know, they ran into some teams that were dealing with some hardship. They beat um, Creighton by a lot. Creighton's not in the most ideal situation. Mm-hmm. And if you want to talk about a team that could low-key make a run, Colorado's top three in defensive and offensive efficiency. So. Oof. That's, I mean, yeah, that's like exactly what you want out of a team that wants to run. Yeah. yeah. So I, I feel pretty confident about Colorado. And it's Colorado, or our favorite spot in the world. Yeah. So I can't wait till we just keep Colorado picking shirt. these five seeds over these 12 seeds. I know at least one 12 seed that I'm picking, but okay. we'll, we will get to that. I like that. Florida State versus UNC Greensboro. Florida State's 2 0 versus top 25. You know, they average 79 points a game. Their defense isn't as great, but I, I feel pretty good about Florida State here. Yeah. I'll go with that. Yeah. Cool. BYU versus Michigan State or UCLA. Now this is a tough one. This now this, this is a really one that Michigan State UCLA game. I feel pretty good about Michigan State winning. Michigan State has some amazing wins. Okay. They beat Illinois. They beat Michigan, and I think they beat Iowa as well. Or they beat one of the other top dogs. I can't remember off the top of my head. Somebody. So I feel pretty good about Michigan State beating BYU. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. I'm glad we're, glad we're bet, arguing with that. Bet. All right. Texas versus Avalon Christian. Give me Texas. Yeah. Give, uh, uh, give me Texas. Come on. I can't wait to have all of the 
top seeds in the. Hey, we just picked an upset. Oh, M- true, MSU over true, BYU. True. Yeah. Hey, they're they're common, man. All right. Okay. I will say on the right side, I feel like we're gonna have a little yeah, bit more for upsets. Sure. Uh, UConn versus Maryland. Um, this is an interesting one. UConn's pretty solid. Maryland, I believe, just won their. No, they did not win their conference turning. Illinois won that. I don't know why I said that. What do you guys think Idiot. on this game? I'd say UConn kind of ebbs and flows with James Bonite a little bit. I mean, ever since he came back from his injury, they've been 5-1, and one, but I know he recently just had some cramps during the SEC tournament. Um, I think they got knocked out, right? Uh, which team are you talking about? Uh, UConn. Uh, they're in the Big East, not the SEC. Big East. Ah, okay. Big East, my bad. Yeah, Big East tournament. Um, but, you know... I don't think they're at full capacity whenever he's not there. So it's really going to be a question of whether or not he's healthy. I think he's coming into this one healthy. So I'd personally have UConn winning this one. I don't know about the next one, though. Yeah, kind of. I mean, yeah, when you're a team that ebbs and flows off of a, a player or two, like you said, it's not going to really work out. I'm but, okay with UConn. But, but yeah, for the first Maryland, round. Maryland's a sleeper team. You know, they beat Illinois. Um, they beat Wisconsin, beat Purdue. Their, their conference is just stacked. You know, their conference is sick. I will say the Wisconsin win started to look a little worse as the season has gone on. That is fair. Next up, Alabama and Iona. Alabama. Bama. Crimson Tide, baby. Give me the I will say that is interesting, though, because Rick Pitino does coach Iona. Really? Yeah, Rick Pitino. Led another team to the March Madness. Interesting. I think it's like his fifth team he's done that for. Dead. Isn't that crazy? That's insane. I mean, if it's going to happen, I think Rick Pitino's the coach, but I have Alabama advancing. They're very good. They just won the SEC. Yep. Michigan, LSU. Now, this one could be closer. Like I said, I feel really good about LSU. That being said, I also feel really good about Michigan. I, I think this this is, a, again, one of those games where you got to watch, though. you got to watch. Like, I mean, if LSU is hitting like crazy, like I could just see the come out and just start raining. I like Michigan's defense a lot, and then also their offense is close to the same mm-hmm. production as LSU. But it all kind of revolves around Hunter Dickinson, right? Yeah. So, sure. I mean... And if, Michigan, it, one of their other top players is out. Right. So, let's say LSU, I know they're not the best team defensively, but they kind of just key on key, key in? Key, yeah, key, key in, in. On uh, Dickinson. I mean... I kind of like LSU to pull off the upset here. I'm gonna be honest. You know what? I, I kind of like it. I, I yeah, I was I was kind of I was kind of was trying to scoot us there. Yeah. Hey, um, I like it. LSU, okay. baby. We got an upset. We got we, we got, got an one upset. like we pretty big it. upset. All right, Colorado, Florida State. I like the buffs here. I like the buffs. I, I like everything you said about their efficiency, and I think efficiency is important in March. I'm gonna keep rolling with being Colorado. just just being a top five team on both sides. It's like yeah, it's a perfect combo. You kind of like that. Yeah, that's kind of what you aim for. <laughs> yeah, top three, and there are five. Oh, top three. Yeah. Oh, Michigan yeah. State over or er, in Texas. My Michigan State versus Texas. This, this is a tough one. Do you, do you see them beating Texas though? I like the, I like Texas. Yeah. Texas just I won just, the Big 12. I was like, I just don't see them beating yeah. Texas. All right, UConn, Alabama. I like Alabama here. Yeah, I'll go with the I Sooners. wonder why. <laughs> I'll go with the Sooners. I just, I just not. That's Oklahoma. Or Oklahoma, yeah. Clemson Tide. Clemson Tide, yeah. All right, LSU, Colorado. Efficiency versus. Oh, no. I want to keep going Colorado just because... I think LSU's luck's got to run out eventually. Yeah, and you know they probably just came off a super tough game against Michigan, Michigan so mm-hmm. I'll go with Colorado I again like Colorado here. here. Yeah. I can't wait for the... So Colorado's I can't, team I can't wait the... for Georgetown to beat Colorado, and then our bracket's gone. Our bracket's going to suck. I hope you know okay, this. Okay, Texas, Alabama. 
I still like Alabama here against Texas. That's a that's a tough game. That is a, that's a, that's a really good game. But Texas finished eight and two. Alabama just won their conference tourney, so I guess yeah. Texas. They're both hot. They've got a big man duo that's supposed to go in the first round, though. Texas. Ah, give me Texas. Yeah, give, let's give go Texas. Texas. All right, Texas versus the Buffs. Oh, it's like picking your child. Okay, okay, I feel like on terms of accuracy, I like Texas's chance to go this far. Way more than I like Colorado's. Yeah. So for terms of accuracy, I think we should just go with Texas. I like that. But see, now we have Gonzaga versus Texas. <laughs> we will, we will, we that's will just continue. not gonna ha- like. That's just not gonna happen. All right, we got the South. Baylor versus Hartford. Baylor. I think that's. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna go pick the number one seed in the Midwest. Illinois over Drexel. <laughs> that's okay, fair. so North Carolina, Wisconsin. Neither of these teams impress me. Uh, we could pick any of them, and I know they're going to lose to Baylor. So, would you? Would you at least? The only reason I would give the edge to like North Carolina is just off of just coaching experience. Coaching, yeah, yeah, I'm fine with. When that. you I'll have say, one of the greatest college coaches of all time, it kind of works out. If I can make the case for Wisconsin real quick, they have beat Iowa three times. They beat Illinois. They, they beat, beat Michigan Iowa three times. Yup, and they've beat Purdue. They've got the lowest turnover no, they, rate they in the lost, country. They lost to Iowa three times. Oh, okay. That's not good. <laughs> North Carolina. They didn't beat yeah, right. North Carolina. We got to pick one 12-5 seed. I think it's got to be this one. Winthrop Villanova. Winthrop has lost one game by two. Okay. And and Villanova comes in here. They lost their best player. And they've currently lost three out of their last four. Oh, uh, What conference Oof. is Winthrop in? That's a great question. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, I don't like that their sign to start off with, but... I don't hate. Does your anybody logic. know? Winthrop doesn't know what conference. Winthrop <laughs> yeah, come is on, in. man. Uh, they lost their best player, Villanova. So I, I mean, yeah. I, I think it's gonna be, I, I feel that, that if we're gonna choose, it, we we have to choose we a five. Choose, or, yeah, we gotta choose. And if it's gonna be any, it has to be this one. In my in my notes, I have could make it to the second weekend still. So I'd take that as not a good sign if they're playing a twelfth seed. So yeah, all right, Purdue and North Texas. I like Purdue in this one. Yeah, you know Purdue is a little bit. You know they, they their conference is just so good. So you got to take you know it doesn't take feel like well. like yeah. one of those games. It's like oh watch this game. Yeah, no, this this feels like a pretty good. They're one. gonna get blown out now. Yeah, probably. Let's figure out how it works. Texas Tech versus Utah State. Texas Tech didn't finish the year great, but I know that they can be a very good team. They have Mac McClung, who's really exciting. This is the problem with Texas is that Texas Tech is that. They have so many close losses. They lost to Kansas by one point, Oklahoma State twice, both in overtime, and West Virginia by one point. That's like that's a formula for losing in the tournament. But they're always right there. They're always right there. But also, if you always find new ways to lose, I like Tech to win this game. But I, I, I agree. I have but them losing next round. Yeah. Yeah. Next up, Arkansas Colgate. I like Arkansas a lot. Yep. Yeah. Florida Vatek. See, this is an interesting one because Vatek is undefeated against top twenty-five teams. Wow. That's like a amazing stats for a ten seed. I don't love Florida. I kind of, I kind of like Valtech here. If we're gonna go off of, hey, they against these level of teams, they're undefeated. I mean, they and they also have a win against Villanova. I mean, that's that's solid. They beat Virginia. They did finish. So do they nine just like four. suck against bad teams? What, what? Yeah, they lost to Syracuse by eighteen oh. and lost to North Carolina. Lost like, to well, how are they the ten seed? <laughs> lost to Georgia Tech, but yeah, they just like play really bad against bad teams. But for the tournament. That's I don't know. Doesn't I kinda matter. Like, I kind of like Vatek here. Yeah, I'll take him. Yeah. All right. Ohio State. Oral Roberts. Ohio State. Yeah. Yep. All right. Baylor, North Carolina. Baylor. I I don't feel great about. I didn't feel good about North Carolina or Wisconsin, so I know they're going to get absolutely clapped by Baylor. So when 
Baylor gets clapped in the second week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Winthrop over Purdue. Ooh, that's a that's a good game. Winthrop. <laughs> I don't I can't know. Get over I, that name. I, I think we should carry our, our boys to at least the Sweet Sixteen. I'm still going with Purdue. I like Winthrop here. Tiebreaker talent. Winthrop. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll just go with Winthrop because of their name. That's I don't think they're gonna be chaos. I don't you gotta think go they're gonna be You got You gotta go for some chaos. Arkansas, Texas Tech. I have Winthrop winning give, the championship. Ar- give me Arkansas for this one. Yeah, Arkansas. And then Ohio be. State. I I like Vatek over Florida, but I don't like Vatek over Ohio State. No. So Baylor, Winthrop. I think this is where their Cinderella story ends. Give me Baylor. Damn it. And then, ooh, Arkansas, Ohio State. Arkansas was right there for the conference tourney. So was Ohio State. I think both these teams are very, very good. What do you guys think? I, I would go with Arkansas. Yeah, I mean, I think Arkansas has just shown a good amount of consistency this year. I like um, Arkansas as well. Now, Baylor, Arkansas. Oh, man. I want to go with Arkansas do here. Just, I want the upset. Do you, yeah, do you have Baylor losing? I don't think Baylor... I think Baylor... I don't know, man. Baylor... Their score differential is almost 20 points, and they're 13-1 in their conference. Right. That might change my opinion a tad bit. Um, oh, okay. Like, it's the most March Madness thing ever for them not to make it. Hey, you want to hear a fun stat about their defense? Hmm. They force a no. turnover on every fifth possession. Oh, Dude, my God. I don't know. I feel good about Baylor. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say Baylor. All right. Okay, That's so, insane. so far, our final four is Gonzaga, Texas, and Baylor, two Big 12 teams. Interesting. Maybe a little bit of region bias there. Yeah, just a tad. I also want Illinois to make it, but I three number one seeds. I don't know if anyone can beat Illinois. I feel, okay. Anyway, Illinois, Drexel, Illinois. Yep. Loyola, Chicago versus Georgia Tech. Now, that's a fun one. Georgia Tech just won their conference tourney, which is kind of crazy. Again, that's another great way to head into the tournament. Yeah, but Loyola, Chicago has been good all year. They won their conference tourney. I kind of like Loyola Chicago Chicago here. So, Georgia Tech has won eight in a row. They just won the ACC tourney. Does help. That does help. Um, yeah, they also have a guy that's scoring 16 a game and is hitting 41% for three. This screams just hot run to me, but I like the sustained success that Loyola Chicago's had. You think Georgia's going to fizzle out? Yeah. I just don't think it's going to happen this game. I'll say Georgia Tech, the town, if you want to go with Loyola. Yeah, I'm not confident in this pick, so I'm just going to I'm just gonna go with Nate. Nice. going to be honest. All right, Tennessee, Oregon State, 12-5. Oregon State just had an amazing run to win their conference tourney. That being said, I think Tennessee's a better basketball We've already team. had our outer one 5-12. I know. I feel just pretty good about Bracketology-wise, you got to... All right, Oklahoma State, Liberty. Oh, are we good with uh, Tennessee? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel good about Oklahoma State here. Kate Cunningham's a beast. I, I think this is one of those runs, kind of like John Morant that you talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this could like, be... Dude. I guess he's already like supposed to be like a top... I mean, you know, he's pretty like number one. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> he's going to increase he's, his draft I think he more. solidifies it right here. San Diego State versus Syracuse. I kind of... This, this is a good one. This is a really good game. Give me Diego. San Diego State play, plays really good defense, and they're 2-0 versus top 25 teams. I like San Diego State. Aren't they on like a crazy win streak, too? Yeah, they've won f- 14th straight. Is that correct? That does help as well. Oh my yeah. God, 14th straight. Yeah, and dude. that's also su- a little bit more sustained success than we talked about with like Georgia Tech. Yeah. Uh, West Virginia, Moorhead State. I like West Virginia. Very um, good team. Okay. okay. Uh, Clemson, Rutgers. So this is a close one. Rutgers is 1-7 against top 25 teams. Oh, that's like the worst stat ever. That being said, they do play like in like the hardest. They did beat Illinois. Uh, they Illinois. beat Maryland. Illinois. Shut up. Shush. Hey. 
They Sorry. lost by they lost to Iowa twice, lost to Ohio State twice, mm. lost to Michigan by seven. Yeah, you had me at one and seven. I'm gonna go with uh, West Virginia here. Uh, it's Clemson and Rutgers. Oh well, uh, yeah, I'm that, gonna go with Clemson. Not an option. Kate. Cool. Mm. I think Clemson did also. Clemson did beat Alabama. So okay. That's a good one. Yeah. All right, and then Houston and Cleveland State. Houston. Yeah. Okay. I think John Wall is gonna play really well in this game. Um, <laughs> right. coming off Illinois country. versus Loyola Chicago Both teams from Illinois I'm gonna Illinois. go on a limb here and say Illinois Yeah Tennessee versus Oklahoma State I like Oklahoma State here Cade Cunningham I think he's gonna go crazy This, is, At least this, this could this be round. his like Push to yeah, be like this, I'm the number one pick Like there's no, there's no doubt yep. San Diego State versus West Virginia Ooh that's fun. I kind of like San Diego State here. Yeah, I was about to say. I just think winning 14 straight into the tournament, that has to mean something. And then Houston right. versus Clemson. Houston's good. Houston's very good. I Yeah, I'll say Houston. All right. Illinois versus Oklahoma State. Now, that'd be a really fun game. Wow. Wow. Ooh, man. Dude, these have... teams are so, so close. See, now here's where I think Oklahoma this, State flames out. Because like we said, mm-hmm. the one guy gets the team out of the first weekend, mm-hmm. sometimes the second weekend. But then it's like they just fizzle it's out. A little bit tired now. I don't know. This just makes – this is like maybe me justifying that I, I'm trying to get more like upsets. But in my mind, this feels like one that like I just want to be – like to say it's an upset. But you want it but so bad. I want it so like, bad. I, it's also me justifying our, the rest of the bracket. Yeah. I know. Our bracket's too clean cut, I think. I mean, if we have a, I love Illinois, and I really thought I would have Illinois going to my final four. I honestly would go Oklahoma State just based off the fact that we need some upsets, like just mathematic wise. I'm gonna say Illinois just because I think they could actually make it to the final four. I, yeah, I think yeah. Illinois could win the whole yeah. thing. Fair enough. I, I think I'm gonna go Illinois as well. Mm-hmm. All right, San Diego State versus Houston. I think this is a good upset potential. I have, that being said, though, right, both, at this point, teams, they would have won, what, 17 straight? Yeah, 16. Both, these, both these teams are very, very good. See, do you I think they're going to win, like, 19 straight? They could. They could. That would be insane. Both these teams, like, scoring differentials are very close. They limit their opponents around 60 points, and they score around 75. And I'm going to give the edge to San Diego here, because I think Houston's lost some of their pieces from last year. They're not the same team. Um... And I don't know. San Diego's obviously on a tear, so and we got to have an upset. I'm, I'm gonna go with that. I, I think will that's say a, our elite eight. I feel pretty good about now. The final four, I don't love. Yeah. So far, okay. Illinois, San Diego State. Now, see, see do, you have, yeah. do you have that? <laughs> do you have them losing? Because also, in terms of accuracy. If San Diego State loses in the first round, it's gone. So, for terms of accuracy, I feel like we have to go Illinois. Yeah, I'd have Illinois winning anyways. Okay, well, we have three number one seeds in the final four. That's how it always happens, right? God damn it. See, but, like, here's the thing. We discussed each one, and we all felt good about our picks at the time. So, I'm not going to regret however this turns out. I cannot wait. This is a COVID year, which... Consistency matters. Yeah, consistency matters. And a lot of teams are walking with some poor situations. And Gonzaga just happened to play a lot of those poor situations. Texas battled it out. I think, honestly, the East, I like that portion of the bracket the most in terms of competition. So Texas coming out of there, just battling their way. Michigan going out pretty early. I mean, you know. Crazier things have happened in the past year and a half. That's true. That is, that is true. So what? What's the first one? Gonzaga. So we have Gonzaga Texas? versus Texas. I'm taking Texas. I like the upset. Ooh. 
Oh my god. I, I don't feel comfortable. Gonzaga's putting score Gonzaga. differential is 22 compared to Texas's 7. But you got to think, though, at this point, if Texas gets this far, yeah. they are now rolling. No, you're right. You're right. Gonzaga has nowhere to go up. I think Gonzaga's losing in the national championship. I think off of... Because I like of, Baylor or Illinois over Gonzaga. I'm going to say Texas just because I don't have want to have a one seed on one I'm, seed. I'm going to go Texas. Just right. off of like my... Mathematics. I can't wait for Texas to lose in the second round. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We have Texas in our national championship. Okay. Baylor, Illinois. Oh, man. I like Illinois. Yep. Yep. Give me Illinois. That's fair. Okay. Texas, Illinois. National championship. And then we, have, we can predict the score. Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, I, didn't like te- I didn't like Texas over I here. Mean, and I mean, yeah. I had Illinois you- over... Also, in terms, like I know we go, we're going by a little bit by accuracy here. Also, having Texas in our national championship is a risk, but winning it would be even like <laughs> we we have to like we all have to actually like like go to the ESPN thing and make yes. this bracket. Like, I, yeah, yeah, I'll oh, say I Illinois because I think we're kind of hinging this on a Texas right. run, which obviously I think is very possible. But you know, at some point. The better team. They just win. won their conference championship in a really competitive conference. It is not out of the realm that Texas has a run. Mm-hmm. I like Shaka Smart a lot. He was a great coach at VCU. He's a great coach mm-hmm. now. Their defense is awesome. You know, I really saw. I really like how they played against Kate Cunningham. So I feel like they can stop anybody. Do you think they're beating Illinois? Though? No, no, I don't either. Yep, I think Illinois wins. Uh, Illinois. All right, what's the yep. score? One hundred and six. Are these like <laughs> high scoring teams? Uh, I bet it'd be around what, Illinois like, averages like, 81 points a game yeah. and Texas averages 75. I'll go like 80-77. I think it'll be a close game. I think Texas is going to give their heart, but I just think Illinois is going to come out on I'll, top. Uh, yeah, I'll go I'll go like 78-74. I'm going to go 84 I'm going to go 84-79. I just I just think these these championship games are are always super nerve-wracking. Yeah, a lot of emotion. And every single time that there's a huge game, I you see clanks because people are just nervous. It's just a nervous game to play in. Um, but no fans in the stands this year. That is true. That does see, that I, does help the like. I think right. you might see a team that no one expects make yeah. it to the final four this year just because there's no fans, and well, that and, changes you know, the atmosphere. Maybe, like that could, maybe, maybe that could help the one seeds more. Yep. You know they don't like you know those lower seeds. You know they can rely on energy a lot more. I think we're gonna have a narrative no matter what after this ends. We're gonna see how COVID affected it somehow. Yep. Whether it helped the one seeds or it didn't. We're gonna see some goofy stats that this hasn't happened in this many years, and this hasn't yep. happened in this many years. Oh, I, and I, we're gonna be, and we're gonna test that too. Agree. No fans and COVID and all that. All right. Well, oh yeah. There's your bracket. There's your bracket. I'm sure it's gonna be it's absolutely gonna suck. terrible. All right. So, Caden, you wanted to talk about the odds for the national championships. Where does where does our champion Illinois rank among those? Well, before we we have to preface this, we're gonna talk about gambling odds. I want to make it clear, sports gambling is still legal in Missouri, and we are not betting. We are just going over these for fun. If you do gamble and need help, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Any odds we give you obviously cannot lose, but they can. They can, but they can. But they can. Yeah, our bracket's actually gold. It's literally not going to lose. It's probably the most. It's probably going to be the, the first ever perfect bracket. Yeah. Hasn't there been one? Uh, no. The kid, the famous kid, uh-huh. I thought it was also a perfect bracket, but it was not. 
But it was the closest. He got like Yeah I think he missed two In like in the round of 64 And then everything else He like made That's Wow um, that's actually like Starting after your bracket And you're like Oh that's alright And then all of a sudden Just get everything yeah, else Yeah just right. get everything right So anyway Caden Alright so odds. Obviously Gonzaga is the favorite Plus 210 And then it drops to Illinois Plus 500 Okay so Illinois is second That's not bad yeah. That's not bad and you know, in the NCAA tournament, where is Texas in that? I'm, I'm kind of curious. Are they, are they even so close? I'd say they're about eighth back, uh, plus two thousand. Okay, so I kind of like that second and eighth. That feels right to me. It feels kind of real. That feels yep. right. Yep. Where's Winthrop? Oh man. <laughs> oh, they better be. Up I can't there. believe you actually looking. We gotta pull out I the search God. bar for that one. Yeah, he's pulling up the search text. Um, okay, so Winthrop's plus thirty thousand. Um, you know what? I think we should just. I feel like go a Cinderella story. Yeah, I feel like we should just go all in. Remember, sister. Jean, okay, well, you know, thing. I feel much better about our picks. Kind of looking at the odds, I like that. Um, yeah, two I, I like our national championship. Game. Hey, guess who's right behind Texas though? Who? Oklahoma State. Wow. Wow. At ninth, that's interesting. Wow. They're gonna be one of those teams that like. But and see, a lot they, of have. see, also if they didn't run in Illinois, I think Oklahoma State would have gone further. Yeah, we just have them winning the championship. So it's all like, right. Well, is there any other ones that, that are interesting that you want to touch on? I kind of like Alabama plus eighteen hundred. Okay. Right. I mean, yeah, we have them going pretty far. They won a lot obviously. of close games. Yeah. I had a big comeback I'll against Tennessee, which I like. Oh, I saw that. It was like eighteen points yeah. or something crazy. So I mean, Alabama, Texas. I think that game. You know, if they do meet up in the elite or Sweet 16, I think that that decides who's coming out of that region. Yep. I think Alabama or Texas, I feel really confident about going to the Final Four. Can't wait for them to both lose in the first round. Mm -hmm. That being said, there's going to be like a minute montage of every single thing that we said. I know. You know how we have, have, we have like the segment mistakes. I can't wait for our March Madness mistakes. Like, especially the ones that you go, all right, so this team's beating that team. We don't even have to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be... All right, gonna so I think that wraps up for March Madness. Kool-Aid, you got an ad read for us this week? You bet oh, I do. Before we get into these NFL news and crazy NFL free agency, I want to talk to you guys about our partners over at Miller Theaters. Guys, Miller Theaters will be hosting some awesome movies this spring break, including Tom and Jerry and Disney's Raya and the Last Dragon. Some fun, awesome family movies there. If you want to check out the trailers, you can head over to Miller Theaters' social media at Miller Theaters on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to order your tickets to Tom and Jerry or Raya, head over to MillerTheaters.com to reserve your reclining seats ahead of time. That is MillerTheaters.com to reserve your reclining seats for Tom and Jerry or Raya and the Last Dragon from Miller Theaters. Boom. Thank you, Kool-Aid, for that ad read. And now, let's get into our NFL news. Drew Brees finally retires. The writing was kind of on the wall, especially after he, you know, that final game went. He mm-hmm. had all those sentimental moments. It was kind of like to the point, like, if he doesn't retire, it's like, Drew, what the hell are we it doing? It was going to be kind of an annoying move yeah, if he didn't. Yeah, it's like, dude, come on. We already had, like, our final goodbye. Like, yeah, it would have been <clears> cool <throat> to see goodbye, like, in, like, a full stadium. But, dude, I mean, you played catcher like Tom Brady after the game. You'd like play with your kids. It was it was like so far gone. Of it was like, like movie like, and then like it's like whenever like the studios like have like a weird sequel. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it would yeah. have been like. Yeah. So, what are your guys' thoughts on Drew Brees retiring? And we'll get into what that means for the Saints. Well, I'll also add in there. Apparently, he's joining NBC as a football night in America analyst, which, which is cool. Which cool he, he he's one of those guys that we think will work. Yeah. That, no. Right? Um, he's obviously very intelligent. Um, he has a very high IQ of the game. I think he'll be very fun on a broadcast. It'll be interesting to see because I've never seen him in that capacity before. Like most of these guys. 
But um, no, I'm happy for him. I think the way he went out probably wasn't the way most people want to go out. But he got a ring. That means a lot for a lot of players. He's obviously going to be first bout Hall of Famer. I don't think there's going to be much debate there. Um, He's a great player. Uh, I had fun watching him for years. And I'm going to miss him. So. His Super Bowl, you know, success wasn't as good as it necessarily should have been. Mm-hmm. You know, they had a lot of times where they should have been there and they weren't. A lot of this, a lot of that. But that being said, that one Super Bowl did mean so much more than most Super Bowls for the city of New Orleans. I mean, you could just tell that one meant a lot more. It was the LeBron Cleveland ring. It was even, like, even as a Colts it fan, like it's like rings. you have to admit it. Yeah. And they definitely needed that one and they got it. And it was very cool to see the city kind of celebrate and come together. After the Hurricane Katrina. So, Drew Brees' career, you know, was it successful? I'd say yes, even with, like, the low amount of playoff success. Yeah. Um, just, it, it is super nice to, to at least have him get that one ring. Because there's so many players where we're like, man, they didn't even get one. Like, we mm-hmm. can't even say that exactly. they're... And we can say, you know, Drew Brees, and especially just after Hurricane Katrina and everything, it it it's one of those LeBron Cleveland rings where it's like, a, that means, like, three for yeah. that team compared to some other... Some other years so yeah i mean drew Brees, great career there's not much more to be really said um but yeah i'm i'm sad to see him go but at the same time it was good it was time, it was time. so the saints after that they came out with some fun news they really don't know what they want to do with quarterback no um they re they restructured Taysom Mill's contract and signed him to an extension four years 160 mil which somehow saves them money which is, I think, pretty funny. There's a lot of contract messery, I'll say that. So he's making around $35 million a year, you said, Kool-Aid? Yep. Taysom Hill, definitely a guy that deserves to be making Dak Prescott money, I would say. Wow, that's a lot to... Hey, and let's add on to so that. Confusing. So they're also trying to sign Jameis to an extension because he's likely, quote-unquote, to get the starting job. Well, everyone thought that he was the guy. Yes. Drew, Drew Brees literally said, you are the guy now. <laughs> Like you saw that on television. Like, did did like some team send the Saints like a prank text? Like, man, you guys better resign Taysom. I've I've heard he's going for around about thirty mil. So you guys better you know lock him up. And like the Saints are like, oh god, we might lose Taysom. Sign him now. Sign him now. Right now. Pen, paper. Sign him now. Let's give him 35 to make sure he stays. I almost feel like this would be something that Ryan Pace would have done with Mitch, where like oh, for he's sure. just creating yeah. this phantom market where it's like, no, Mitch is worth 40 mil a year, guys. We we need to we need to lock him down for the long term. But like, don't get me wrong, Taysom Hill's not bad. At but, least Mitchell Trubisky has like been a starting quarterback in the league. Yeah, and I think we've seen better things out of Taysom than we have Mitch, but at the same point, it's like they can't pay Jameis Winston 30 mil a year. So you're going to have a guy that's going to be your starting quarterback making probably 15 to 20, and then a guy who's your backup making 35 mil. Oh, by the way, they're in cap hell. They're still like $80 million over the salary cap. So where is this $35 million coming from, you may ask? No clue. They just feel like they made all these great moves. You know, they've been slowly getting better, you know, with the cap, trying to get out of that hell and the grave that they dug. And then they go and do this and they're going to pay their quarterbacks 50 mil for, we can imagine like average production. I mean, I don't think the tandem, either of them are not, I don't think the tandem of Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston is worth Patrick Mahomes salary. I don't think so. I'm 
we need to talk about the fact too that like what was the market for these guys Jameis maybe there's a market Taysom I don't know any team that was like yes Taysom Hill we need to go grab that when guy they I mean I guess they weren't really heavy into the into this discussion but they were in the Russell Wilson sweepstakes yeah like they he was that was in the convo I feel like every Do you team at least was not, kind of in the conversation a little but bit. But there was like one of like six teams. Like it's just they had a lot. They had a shot, and it's like yeah. why wouldn't you at least like Try. throw throw yeah. it out there? Like it's Russell Wilson. If you're willing to pay these two guys Patrick Mahomes money, might as well. Right? I mean, maybe they know something we don't. Maybe they know that Taylor Mills been juicing. Maybe yeah. he's just gonna like, come back and be the greatest athlete we've ever seen. Tons of creatine. Yeah, a lot of creatine. I, I like what's the game plan here? Like you know, if they just signed Taysom, I wouldn't be that mad. I'd be pretty mad still, because like Taysom's still not worth thirty five mil. But also, it's the fact that they're re-signing Jameis, or at least trying to. And they're saying he's gonna be the starting quarterback. Yeah, it's just probably. it's just confusing. It's you, like we don't know what's going on. If you pay him bare minimum money, you're at fifty mil for your quarterbacks. Yep, for two quarterbacks, are going to give you average production. So, I mean, we can move on, but it's just... It's it, wow. I think they think the NFL is, like, simple. Like, two plus two equals four. Like, like average quarterback plus average quarterback equals, equals elite. God. But that's not how that works. Sean yeah. Payton forgot the salary cap was on for the NFL. He's not playing franchise. Yeah, and then it just you know, decreased by They like haven't had to worry about a new quarterback for a while, and so they're kind of new to the whole thing. We're like, oh, maybe we'll do this. You we'll know? just spice yeah, it up. They, they're just not used to having They're not to, used to, like, yeah. having to deal with a new quarterback. They're used to just having an all-time yeah. great quarterback. Yeah. Speaking of all-time great quarterbacks, good little segue. Tom Brady, we worked his contract. <laughs> that was cute. Freed up some money to, for the Bucks, and they've made it work. Shaq Barrett resigned. Um, Devin White, no, was it was it Devin White? Or Levante David, one of them signed a contract. Levante, 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 thank you. Levante David contract extension. Chris Godwin. Shaq happened like twenty minutes ago. Yeah, you know who broke that to me? Official Sports Place. Official Sports Place. Go follow us at Official Sports Place on Instagram. They post great content every single day and like a million times a day. And they're definitely faster than Bleacher Report. Oh, yeah. Like, I know. Like, like, I mean, Report. we could just say that, but, like, they literally are. Like, and ESPN. I mean, I don't That's think I've even it. gotten the update that Shaq Barrett resigned yet. Dude, ESPN is so slow. Like, yeah. like all, like, some breaking news. And then, like, four hours later, ESPN's like, breaking news. I'm like, dude, y'all are so behind. But Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Um... I like the contract for the Bucks. It makes sense. I think they extend him another four years, but there's an option, or maybe it was an additional. Again, another years. like contract where you're like, what? I think it's three years. I think it's like two years and an option. Yeah. So what Something it like is that. is the team can void the contract after the first year. So if he doesn't play well this year, it's in the contract as a mechanism where they can just cut him. Which I like it for the team. It gives Brady some incentive to stay on top. Not that he like ever needed an incentive, but. Um, We've seen him thrive off of a little bit of pressure. I think so, going yes. for his eighth Super Bowl wasn't. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's like just just stop it. It's it's like uh, God damn it, Tom, dude, just go go away. I I am never a guy. But see, who's now like, he's got to like surpass like all of Drew Brees' records, like even more. I know, dude, because Drew Brees is too close. And he's in the division now, so he's gonna just beat up on the Saints. It it's just like it's amazing how a guy who the eat like. Uh, think about 99.99999% of the world at s- four Super Bowls would be like, I'm satisfied. He's at seven, and he's like, no, I'm going to take less money. I want to ring, win a ring again. Yeah, it's very Look, cool to dude, see. LeBron's at four rings, and he's not even doing that. It's yep. just awesome to see a guy, you know, just be such a team first player. Yep. And, you know, it just, we've seen it, it that it works. That's why he's the good of all goats, yeah. in my opinion. Okay, well, that's just not true. Wayne Gretzky. Oh, Wayne Gretzky. Oh, yeah. We Wayne Gretzky's the good of Taking hockey out of it. Wayne Gretzky is the goat of all goats. 
That being said, you know who's not the GOATs? The Chiefs O-line. Chiefs O-line. Mm-hmm. Another, cool, another cool segue. Good one. So the Chiefs um, cut Mitchell Schwartz and Eric Fisher. I don't think they're bad moves. And I'm sure that Veach has a game plan here. I don't think that he would just do that on a limb. Be like, you know what? Eric was kind of rude to me in the elevator today. I'm just going to cut that. <laughs> Give man. me just a bad look. She know. just looked at me wrong. And Mitchell, he can go too. He looked at my your wife bu- one Oh, time. your buddy? <laughs> your, your buddy? He's gone too. I think uh, Chris Jones, Mahomes, and Kelsey also restructured their contact, contracts. So they now did. the Chiefs have about $20 million in cap space because the Eric Fisher and Mitchell Schwartz moves got them yeah. right under the cap. So this kind of gave them some more space. So, you know, I think they're going for, I talked to Tom about this, and my opinion is that they're probably going to draft a couple tackles. I really want to see them sign a left tackle in free agency. I do not want a rookie left tackle starting. Yeah, that's just not the move. Um, just sign like a Jason Peters or somebody for a year, some guy who who's a veteran, but he'll hold down the fort. Kyle Long, interested in a return to football after leaving the Bears. He's interested in Kansas City, and I think and the Raiders, sense. which is great. Just so funny. One, how, one of those is I, better I, I than talked, the other. I talked to Caden yesterday about this, is that it's so funny how Raiders and Chiefs have players go back and forth all the time, um, probably just because they're always close with each other, but it's always interesting to see like Kyle Long's like, it's either the Raiders or their absolute bitter rival. <laughs> Those are my two choices. So, yeah, yeah I wouldn't mind Kyle Long, um, somebody like that. But, you know, it obviously sucks to see Mitchell to Eric go. Eric's been around for a while, and I will say I've grown on him ever since the Steelers holding call, God forbid. Um, but, oh, God. you know, he turned out to be a solid pick. He was the first overall pick. I don't think he ever panned out quite in that way, but he was always, like, an above-average left tackle. He won a championship. Yeah. Like, there's nothing we can really say. And also, like, yeah, dude, that Steelers play. Schwartz was very good. Is in grained into my brain but they're both injury prone so that's the thing is that eric fisher wasn't gonna come back next year at least until like the very end of the season he mm-hmm. tore his he tore his what acl right achilles Achille- Achille- tore his achilles that's not he's not gonna be playing and if he does come back he'll be resigned but the shorts he like you said he's been injured it's just it's his too price much it's too much money to spend on guys that aren't gonna be available and it's just the irony of it, of just like, oh, seeing the team losing this rule because their line is so bad, because those two guys are gone, and then you cut them. It's just the irony of that. Yeah. But when you really break it down, the move makes sense. Um, that's the pill that's kind of hard to swallow, because it's like, oh, that was what we were looking forward to coming back this season, because yeah. Mahomes won't have to no, run I will around, say, and then they just cut the guys who gave us something to look forward to. Tardif is coming back, the doctor's coming back, yep. from just being an absolute saint we going. also lost our center in free agency. So. We, Austin. Austin Ryder. Uh, Ryder. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, great stuff in KC. No. So, I mean, doctors coming back, draft every single tackle in the draft, and then hope you get it right. I feel like that's the plan. It's just like. It's a good idea. Just draft every single tackle. Trade up. Trade Patty just for everything now. Um, so, I mean, yeah, they obviously have a plan. They're not stupid. Um, but it's definitely like something to monitor. I'll trust yeah. Brett Veach because he's won a Super Bowl and made it two, and almost three years been in a, a row. a great GM. Yeah, so I'll trust him until something goes wrong, but I'm interested to see how he handles it's, this yeah, situation. We were, we're, like, we're like, okay, I'm going to watch over here and make sure that nothing goes wrong. I don't yeah. think it will, but, we're but gonna, I'm going to make, make sure. Just in Mahomes is like the toy car that you don't want Brett Veach, the little kid, to break. Yeah. You're like, just just take care just of it, don't, okay? Don't mess this it was up. expensive. Um, this was very expensive. That was $500 million. Um, Don't make him retire. Like Andrew Luck. <laughs> Man, oh, oh. sad. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, uh, but also to the players reconstructing their contracts, like Pat and Chris, 
that that gives me a lot of insurance that these yes. guys don't want to just be this one hit wonder, right? Um, because you know, well, Tyreek said they're winning like ten. Yeah, so and with uh, with just you know, I know history repeats itself, and Seattle Seahawks dynasty win their first Super Bowl, lose next year in the Super Bowl, and kind of trail off ever since. I don't want that to be us. I don't want that to be Kansas City Chiefs, and I don't think and the NFL wants that to be them. So I think we'll be fine. Hopefully that Patrick Mahomes doesn't die a thousand times next year. Anyways. Aaron Jones re-signs with the Green Bay Packers. Love um, the steal for Aaron. He got his bag. I, I think he's a great guy. So it's really good to see another running back get his money. Mm-hmm. That being said, the Packers front office just may be the worst front office other than like the Texans. I think they're the most confused. It's just the draft is a really valuable asset you know, to really improve your team. And they just are like, you know what? Let's just make all of our draft picks worthless. We're going to draft Jordan Love. Oh, our quarterback we have now just won MVP. Oh, so that was... He's going to play for that like was, three years. That was a little bit weird. Yeah. Don't really need that. Okay. Oh, we're going to draft a running back in the next round. A.J. Dillon. Who showed flashes of being a good, good At the very end, yeah. yeah. They should have let him have the reins. No, they signed. They re-signed Aaron Jones for four years. It's like Aaron Jones is great, but... So, you, so you, now you yeah. use a second round pick... On a backup running back. So now your first and second round picks, when you need receivers, you need a lot of help. You not, probably got to get some help to win a Super Bowl. Now they're on the bench. It's it's just, you're making your own assets worthless. And it's stupid to see a team that, that is this close to winning a Super Bowl just not make that push. And you're not even driving up like draft value or like trade value because... Because they're not playing, so there's no sort of trade value that they can have. Yeah, I just feel like Green Bay has no clue what to manage with their they're, pieces. So they're it's... wait, I got it. Okay, they drafted AJ Dillon to make Aaron Jones pissed off to play better. That's what they do with oh, A Rod. There you go. They you know, know what they're they, not. They know what they're doing. Yeah, and then they're just still holding on to these pieces because they're like, they'll just like retire. Here, no, but they, they won't ever see the they're ball. They're literally the. They are the. The family that gets a job at 17, doesn't ever move from their suburban house, makes a good amount of money, and retires there. They yep. don't make any crazy moves. They don't trade for stars. It is Wisconsin. They, so. it's Wisconsin. they are they are the definition of Midwest. They they don't make any crazy moves. They don't you know who does make crazy moves? The Bucks, the Rams, the Chiefs. Chiefs are also Midwest. No, but I'm just saying like those teams that the, win Super Bowls. Teams that win Super Bowls yeah. are are teams that go out and, and do something. The aggressive team. Bills went out and traded for Stephon. Boom. They're almost in the Super Bowl. It's a championship. They're my pick to probably make the Super Bowl next year. Right? Like, yeah. They're definitely there. Like, these aggressive teams are winning Super Bowls. This isn't the old NFL. This is the NBA now. This is go get Kevin Durant. Go sign LeBron. Yeah. Give your, give yourself your best chance of winning. And no so what. when you just sit on assets, it's the most like. Oh well, we'll you know make it to another conference championship and get it blown out. It's you know it's just kind of sad to see a team that has made the conference championship twice in the past two years and first year got blown out, not a chance. And the second year they had a chance, and it just looked like they just didn't have enough juice. They looked like a team that plays in the Midwest, and it's kind of sad yeah. for sure. Cam Newton resigned with the Patriots one year deal. This again just why. Why not? 
What yeah, else did the Patriots sure. have going? It was a COVID year. He got COVID halfway through the season. So, and I mean, never really had time to adjust. I mean, where else is he going to go? Just bring him back for a year. He's already been in the system. See what he does this year. Probably won't bring him back the year after. It, he's a fun guy to have on the team. He's going to sell tickets for him this year. So, yeah, why not? I, I'm with Caden on this. I don't think the Patriots had a lot of other options. Jimmy G was the only one that was floated around. They still trading. might get Jimmy G, and by they the still way. could. Um, I think it's flaming out a little bit. Uh, it kind of, again, just depends on what the, the Deshaun Watson um, deal goes. Deshaun Watson's kind of depending on what... To me, it's just the Patriots are kind of just holding on to mediocrity at this point. Yeah, I just I just didn't think it was either that or roll out with like Jared Stidham. And apparently, I mean, all we heard last year was like, Stiddy's going to rule the league. And then, no, that no. I don't know. I mean, they have a pretty high draft pick. They could they could just draft a quarterback. No, See, that's interesting. I think what they'll do is draft a quarterback, have him sit behind Cam, maybe duke it out with Cam in camp. But I I'd assume Cam's going to start Week One for them. I uh, I do think it's interesting though that. So let's get into our NFL free agency predictions. These are guys who have not resigned at the moment. With our luck, you know, the moment that we finish filming. One of these guys are going to sign like some Shaq major. Barrett. We almost yeah, actually, him. we almost been Shaq Barrett, but you know what? Thanks to the sports place Thanks for breaking that news, that, that news to us. Yep. Thank you. Crazy for that. Kenny Galladay, he did not. They did, uh, the Lions did not tag him. It is looking like he will walk. It makes sense for the Lions. They don't really need to pay number one receiver. They're mm-hmm. not ready to win yet. Kenny Galladay makes sense that he would want to leave. What 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 are some spots you guys like? I think we discussed this last week, but I like Ravens a lot. It just makes sense. It, yeah. It, you said that, and I was like, immediately, yes. It makes so much sense. It's a guy who probably won't, you know, ha- I will say he's probably like the number one receiver on the market, other than like Will Fuller. So he will get, and uh, Juju, so he will get a higher amount. But that being said, I don't think Kenny Galladay is a guy that's going to ruin your cap. Yeah, I've never thought said. of Kenny Galladay as like a true wide receiver one who's really just going to cross mm-hmm, a dude yeah. up or anything either. So, I mean, he'll probably end up getting like what? 12 to 15 mil a year which would be yeah. good for him um i'd also like to see him on the colts though if you want me to be honest i think you guys could afford him i think that'd be a good fit and you know you've got a new quarterback coming in we do so. carson wants yeah. get, get him a true wide receiver one it would be able to really like see carson once and that's why i like the ravens is that like what jo- what stefan Diggs for the bills did not only give josh made them a great team and made josh allen great it gave the team it made the team know what they have a quarterback they're like, all right, well, now we know. You're with a route receiver one, you're amazing. Yeah, and I love that. On Lamar's, you know, contract year, you know, before he gets into his extension, let's see him play with a real route receiver one. Because you know, Lamar gets a lot of flack for his passing game and in the playoffs. Which, in the playoffs, which definitely, you know, there's a lot of evidence for that. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with it. That being said, Hollywood Brown being your number one, it doesn't help. It, like yeah. my size, doesn't help. <laughs> I, I no disrespect to Hollywood one. I think he's a great receiver, and I love him like in a slot position. Would, he's it, a great deep threat. Yeah, he would be a he would be a great number two. Yes, but you you need a guy, and I think Kenny's that guy. I love that pick, so I think we're all in agreement yeah. that the it makes tons of sense. Not only now is your it Colts great. perspective, I actually like the second guy on this list, Hunter Henry. Yeah, you know I our receiving core isn't amazing. Don't get me wrong, and you know with the questions about T. Y. Hilton, which we'll get to. I think it's good. It's just not very athletic. We still have Michael Pittman Jr., who I think is taking another step up. We have Paris Campbell, who's had some injury issues. I think he provides a great slot option with a, a crazy amount of speed. Mm-hmm. And then we still have you know guys like Zach Pascal. We have some fringe guys. But the problem is you just lost T. Y. That's the issue. And we'll see. You know maybe. But also um, we are projected. I've seen a lot of mock drafts where we get like Bateman or Rondale Moore. Yeah, so I was about maybe to say I could see guy. in the draft you 
fill somebody. I like Hunter Henry personally mm-hmm. for the Colts. I also like him for the Bills a lot. Give Josh Allen another guy outside Oof. of Stefan. They've got the cap space to Ooh. sign him. He's going to want to go to a contender. I think Hunter Henry would, Henry would be a top five tight end on the Bills or any team he goes to. I just think he's had some rough luck the last few years. I think, injuries, I think the duo of him and Dawson Knox would be really interesting. I think Dawson Knox it fluctuates a little bit. He's good. I think, he, but I think his yeah. ceiling's pretty high, but he also has like some pretty low games. Yeah. Uh, I like this. I wanted him to come to the Colts. I, yeah. you know, give Carson Wentz an elite tight end. Mm-hmm. We saw what he can do with Zach Ertz. Let's just do it again. You know, I think it makes a lot, all the sense in the world. What are your thoughts? Uh, honestly, yeah, I think I I've been saying this for a while. Is I like can he go to the, to the Colts? But when you have if if they can get Hunter Henry, it would make a lot more sense. I I think I think Kenny Galladay would be great. It just Hunter Hunter Henry like fit, just is the absolute number one priority for as far as like getting a, a weapon. Um, like like everything that you just said, I basically sentiment that yeah. Another guy that the Colts have been interested in, Bud Dupree from the Steelers, outside linebacker. I think this is a guy who can wreak a lot of havoc. You know, I think T.J. Watt mm-hmm. and a couple of other big names there kind of steal some of the spotlight. That being said, this guy's a serious threat off the edge and will add double digit sacks to any team he signs. What are your guys' thoughts on Bud Dupree? I'm going to be honest. I could see him signing with the Seahawks if they kept Russ there. I just, I feel like every year we go through this where it's like fill in the blank outside pass rusher signs with the Seahawks, right? It's somebody sure. every year. They've been just praying for one of those guys to stick. You know, they signed yeah. Jadavion Clowney. You know, they've tried to make moves. You have Blitz Boy over there. I, I, I love that pick as well. I think Bud Blitz Dupree um, for the Seahawks would be really great. Yeah. I love Blitz Boy. I loved I That was hilarious. We need Blitz Boy and Saint, uh, Slant Boy on the same team. Yep. We just I mean, need the boys. And, yeah, we need the boys. Um, they need to play for the Cowboys. Because now they're the boys oh, and the boys. Oh, the boys and the boys. Okay. Uh, but no, I think, uh, like you said, the Packers and the Seahawks are always the ones that are Yeah, like, I was going to say Packers So too. Packers is also another one where it's like, because J.J. Watt, was that was pretty heavily rumored. That's true. That's a good point. Um, even though they weren't in a top two, because Packers. But as far as just from looking at it from a team perspective, Packers and Seahawks are always around there. So, I mean... I think it makes sense, but again, realistically, Packers don't like making aggressive moves, so I don't know how realistic that is, but I think that's the best fit. Yeah. One of the best fits. Another good good defensive guy, Anthony Harris. You know, Anthony Harris didn't have as good of a season last year as he did the previous one, where he kind of you know took that jump as an elite safety. Mm-hmm. That being said, I think he still will provide a lot of great you know play, and I think any team that does sign him is going to get a top dog. I think, you know... Let him have a bigger role than the Vikings have him in. You obviously you have Harrison Smith, and I think Harrison kind of that takes was, a lot that of the limelight. Wild safety combo, but you know, also will his production go even down more now that he doesn't have Harrison Smith? What What are you guys' thoughts on Anthony Harris? That's that's always the that's always the huge debate in football: is does talent around you make it easier, or does it make it where you have less opportunity? Um, so, I mean, that's always a question that I don't think anybody ever has an answer to. Um, I really don't like there's safety is such a position where it could really go anywhere. There's not a lot of like because you can put safety. I would like him on the Cardinals. And I say that, you know, they just had the big J.J. Watt signing. You have Isaiah Simmons who can play safety. I don't know if if that's where they want him, but I will say Anthony Harris is a pure kind of coverage guy. And I think, you know, if they want to play a lot of zone and that can kind of help if they do resign Pat Pete, which we'll also get to, you know, you have your man lockdown and then you have a deep safety zone. 
I don't know. It gives you a lot of versatility on defense. I was about to say, even if they do lose Pat Pete, then you're plugging a guy in the secondary who knows what he's doing. So yes, and sure. you know he can play well with another safety who's top talent. I yeah, will also say so. I like the Ravens for him as well because obviously they lost Earl Thomas Earl. last year. That, that definitely was a big hit. Yeah, so you nobody know, talks about that. Yeah, I don't talk d- about that enough. Just, like that d- really kind of derailed their season. There's a good reason for that, probably. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, um, fair enough. So just plug him in there. I think the Ravens want to make moves. You saw that with Yannick and Gakwe. Um, so they're a team that's willing they to push be and aggressive. be aggressive. Yes. So I actually like him going there a lot. And I feel like we've said I the think, Ravens uh, for like four teams. But yeah, the Ravens should sign everybody. In I think they'll be aggressive. Yes. Yeah. You know? I, uh, I think another team that was similar to the Cardinals of getting him is the Browns. Another team that could add... Just another uh, guy. Because like with, with the Cardinals, it's like, well, we got, we got you know, D-line, middle of the field, and... And then just extra coverage in the back. Give them a great safety. So they got Denzel Ward. They got Miles Garrett. Um, they, they're, they're kind of in the play for some. Their offense is fine. Baker will handle the offense. It will be 20, 23, 27 points a game. The whole, he'll get there. He'll put enough points to win the game. Get an elite defense. And their defense was pretty good at spots last year. Put a borderline elite safety up there. That would change some things. That's a really yep. great pick. I didn't even think about that. Next up, Juju Smith-Schuster. It was sounding like he was going to resound in Pittsburgh. Not looking like so much. He voted on that Instagram poll, which I think we talked about last week. Or maybe we just talked about it. I think we talked about personally. Personally? Okay. Anyway, he voted on a poll. And it, the poll said, will Juju be a Steeler next year? He said no. And then to, uh, I think either today or yesterday, he posted a pretty pretty goodbye vibe message to mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. You know, like, oh, I'll always have like a lot of love for Pittsburgh. He said, no matter what happens... That's a goodbye written. I think I think he's gonna leave. Yeah. So we always we kind of talked about like spots for receiver. So we can kind of tie it in that. But do you think Juju Smith Schuster's worth a pretty big contract? I think he's worth a lot of incentives. I think you <laughs> yeah. give him a base contract with a lot of incentives, and honestly, I want to see him on the Bears. I think that'd be a good team if Allen Robinson, which I don't think we we haven't mentioned this yet, but Allen Robinson currently is refusing to sign his franchise tag. Does, It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, quote unquote, does not have any plans Faith to sign. Said it. if you guys trade for Russell Wilson, then sure. If you don't, then I'm leaving. Does not, not plan not on yet. does not plan on signing the tag anytime soon. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But if he doesn't, then get a guy like Juju, who I mean. I think he's been in a disorganized situation for years, so it would be interesting to see how an organization that truly feels him as a wide receiver won, how that would go. It's yeah, I kind of agree with like the incentive saying, you know, Juju kind of had his big shot to be a wide receiver one, and then he had to deal with like a lot of quarterback issues. And then this year, like, oh, Juju's finally made the number one. Big Ben wasn't great. And then he had a lot of other great wide receivers around him Yeah, that took away targets. You know, it's going to be interesting to see what Juju does away from Pittsburgh. You know, I could definitely see a world where he is a really good wide receiver one. But I could also see a world where he flutters out and doesn't really do much on his own. Yeah. Yeah, I think this season he proved to me that he's not a number one. I I, I felt pretty confident being like, he's a great number two. Um, But I will say one team that is could be, uh, you know, I'm just throwing some not, not an obvious pick. I think a team like the Jags would be interested in him as okay. like... They're drafting Trevor Lawrence. They've got cap space. They have cap space. I think Mm. signing another wide receiver, because their wide receiver core is pretty solid. 
pretty solid. DJ Chark. They got DJ Chark. Um, I know they have someone else too. Chris Conley. Chris Conley. Well, and Chark's still on his rookie deal, so you have so, some money to spend. So like sign Juju. Juju. I feel like having. I like that a lot. Having actually. a. I feel good about that. Having a solid wide receiver core to have your rookie quarter. You know, it's really frustrating when rookie quarterbacks come in the league and have nothing. Um, and it's Deshaun really Watson. weird to say this about a team that went one and fifteen last season. But I think the Jags they're, could be no, good this they're year. They're in a great spot. They have Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence, cap space. James Robinson James was a Rob- stud. He was a top five running back. No one talked yeah, about him. You have a lot of guys year. on a lot of their good players on really low contracts, yeah, which, so, which allows you to make a lot of moves. It gives mm-hmm. you enough. And I do love the base contract with incentives. Yes. Because it's like, hey, Juju, if you post your TikToks, worth. you're going to get punished. If you do this, you're going to get punished. Because this year, he was a freaking head case. But again, is that just the Steelers? Because AB was on the Bucks, and he's a, like borderline assaulted women, and he looked fine in the Bucks. And and Le'Veon Bell hasn't had a problem on any other team. True. Is it just Mike Tomlin's culture? I don't know. Um, but I think that would be a low key sleeper team. Well, I'm kind of going um, with like Will Fuller. I can see like a team like the Jags or like the that, Jets. It, that I think Will Fuller honestly makes more sense for the Jags. I but think just having a his injury issues aren't like great, true. but I love his upside a lot more than Juju. Yeah, I, yeah. and the Jags have like have enough time to like if he gets injured, it's whatever. We're not going for a championship, for so sure. I, I like the Jags just trying to get another offensive weapon for. But Trevor Will Fuller's a guy to definitely monitor as well, you know, to see where his value's at and if it's similar to like Juju's. I think his spot is more of a pure wide receiver too. I agree. And I think he has is more of a deep threat. I think he has the ability to make some catches that, you know, uh, uh, Marquise Brown couldn't make. But um, I do see him as more of the tier two aspect. For sure. I definitely I like his upside to jump up to wide receiver one more than Juju's. Their yeah. value really depends on where they land. Yeah. Like where they land. I'm, I'm, they, if Juju gets signed by a team that I don't love, I'm going to be like, I don't, I don't I don't like like I'm really not going to like it. But there's some teams where I'm gonna be like, okay, this fits perfectly. I'm, you know, all for Juju this year. So it all kind of depends on where they land. Hey, we'll fold to the cards though. Now that's interesting. Just get everyone from the yeah, Texans. I just, on I that just think get the Texans in Arizona. Yes. Yeah, all you gotta do is trade Kyler for, for Deshaun. Deshaun Watson. Yeah, 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 and then they could do like the Saints are doing and be paying Deshaun forty mil, and yes. then Ooh. like just give Kyler yes. this random extension bump, That's so they're paying backup. him thirty mil a year. It would nice. just work out perfectly. Yeah. Now, now we're thinking. I actually wouldn't mind. The Saints might hire us. That's a good idea. Yeah. Ooh. I actually do kind of like Will Fuller on the cards, though. He'd be a good compliment. I mean, yeah, especially with Larry. I mean, Will Fuller and D Hop worked out before. Yes, so they can do it again. Yeah, I mean, yeah. especially with Larry and like, I mean, is he still playing this year? No. Oh. I, I, did he retire? I haven't heard anything. I think he like okay, but just like, just assuming. Let's say maybe he plays this year. We know he's not gonna play next year. Like he's yeah. gonna well, be out. Like soon. Christian Kirk is like a really really great number three. Number three. So or keep like him a, in the slot and then yeah. have Will Fuller play outside. No, that'd be good. And even like Andy Isabella, who I think is a be great good. number four. Their team core is very deep. It's almost yeah. like their head coach is just bad or something. That's a conversation yeah, for yeah, a different yeah, yeah, day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up from the Cardinals, dude. Our segues today. Just killing it. Really killing, killing it. Pat Pete. Pat Pete, baby. Pat Pete. I think he's going to want mm. big money. It's kind of like his last little grasp at a or a contender. good payday. Or a contender. That's a good... It, you know, where's... Like, what does he want out of it? Does he want, his, like, a ring? Does he want a ring chase? Because then you might want to just stay in Arizona. So let's go key. for contender, then. Let's just assume contender for what he wants. Because he's at that point in his career. He's 31. He's getting up there. He's not going to play for that many well, years. Well, if we're doing contender, I think it's obvious. Chiefs. 
Yes, sir. That's what I was gonna say. I mean, feels like he's been rumored to go to the Chiefs for like. You, four you years could like now. throw him yeah. on the Bucks, but I mean, the Bucks have some good young corners. I don't know if they. I don't think they're need gonna be. Him. They're gonna be focusing on corner. They're yeah. too strapped for. They're more right like yeah. let's just keep everything we have. The Chiefs. I mean, it makes sense. You know, it de- and like I think it depends on the O line situation how it goes. Like in the draft. Fair. <sighs> I I think. It would fit perfectly because you the Chiefs have a lot of good young corners, but just they have moments where you're like you can see the youngness in them. I wish they had a guy who could just take away the like the other team's first guy. Yeah. Sneed. That is Sneed moving forward. I think this year you saw flashes of it. <laughs> yeah. I think next year he's gonna be like a top seven guy. He's I'm very really confident good. in Sneed. He he had moments where I'm like, Wow, he looked good this year. Now having said that, on that second side, it is getting atrocious and we need someone over there. So Pat Pete on a number two would be insane. That's fair. Yeah. I like it as a contender, but we'll just have to see where Pat Pete's you know motivations lie. Yeah, it all kind of just depends on what he wants. Another he wants, aging yeah. uh, D man who can kind of come in and make an d- impact, Jadavion Clowney. This guy, I I think his markets just took a plummet. You know, we we saw very little production in Seattle. Granted, he played he played well. He just didn't really have the great greatest numbers. That being said, you can't just get three sacks and expect a huge payday. Then went to the Titans. Didn't. Do much. He played well. Didn't really put anything on the stat sheet, and then got injured. I just, I don't know where his market is. I almost see him signing with like a weird mid-tier team to try yep. to get his value back up. He'll yep. get paid a lot. Try to get his value back up. I see him going to the Patriots. I know we talked about the Jags. I think the Jags would be interesting for yeah, him. I, could, I definitely could see Pats. For yeah. Sure. Um. Yeah. I just some random team. I have. Like, okay. I have no idea. Yeah. I question mark on my answer. And it's just hard to, you know, gauge his value. Yeah. So I mean some someone will pay him, but it's just like some middle middle pack team, like mm-hmm. you said. Next up, T. Y. Hilton. You know, a guy it's seeming like we're not gonna resign him. I think it would have been done already. It's kinda sad. You know, I'll I'll save the sentiment if it happens, because I don't want to just like get all sentimental and then oh, T. Y. and then T resigns. T. Y. has been great. That being said, you know, he definitely has gone downhill. I, I think the quarterback situation hasn't helped. Phillip Rivers didn't even, like, really connect with T.Y. until, like, the last, like, half of the season. Looked great in the half season, though. Yeah, I mean, I think T.Y. is still a, a great receiver, and I really hope we do bring him on. I think he adds a lot of value to our organization. That being said, if he walks, it's 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 whatever. I, I wish the best for T.Y. Yeah. Um, I could see him, you know, kind of... I don't think you know a team look at, looks at him as like a number one, a really good number two. I think he's another mid tier signing guy. Yeah, I could see him signing some mid tier, or you know, it wouldn't surprise me if he just signs on a contender. If he just goes to like some big time team, because he's been there before, he probably wants to be there again. I'd imagine. Team like San Francisco wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say, for some reason, I like the Broncos. I don't know why, but like. They've got young receivers there bringing the old vet. I mean, it would maybe help Drew Locke out a little bit because God knows he needs the help. Um, yeah, this, this is Drew Locke's, like, previous year. Yeah. I mean, this is, like, Broncos have seen mostly enough. Which, don't get me wrong, I don't think they're doing a good job in helping no. him out with that. But get him and a guy who you can then say, okay, he's not doing well We've now. We for we probably have a lot of new listeners. We root for Drew Locke. We are, we are in his hometown. I live right next to the high school he went to. Um, so yeah, we, from, we all, we, he's yeah. from our hometown. We all root heavy for Drew Locke because, you know, you want to see a guy from hometown, but I just, it's sad to say, I, yeah. I think next year we it's probably his, see it's definitely his last hurrah. Uh, it's, we probably see, I don't, like similar. you said, the Broncos haven't handled it well and that's not his fault, but this is definitely his last hurrah. Yeah. Speaking of last hurrah is Richard Sherman free agent. 
He just needs to go to some team that just runs heavy zone where he doesn't have to do shit. I'd almost He's, say Chiefs again. I know they run a lot of man, but they might switch I, that up for him. I don't know. I think the Chiefs run too much man, and like they do many like they yeah, do too many I like agree. man blitzes. They yeah. run too many blitzes. And I mean, Spags I, loves his blitz. You, you need like honestly, like I don't know why he wants to leave San Fran so much because like he thrives in that it's system. Like perfect system. Yeah, they just they rush four or like honestly, Steelers. It's like the only one that makes sense to me. Rush four, yeah. get great pressure, and sit back in zone. Yeah. Steelers. That's the only other team that I could really see that plays the amount of zone that he needs. And he obviously likes these like but historical also, teams. So gonna throw a little gem in here. Steelers might be looking to draft a corner soon. So oh. you know. Oh. You know. You I know. know. I've seen I've read some stuff. I've read some stuff. Well, breaking news. Breaking news. Thanks Trump. to our partners at the sports place. At the sports Dude, place. They've just been clutch today. At official sports place on Instagram. Go follow them. What a wild Monday. I, I know, like they've they're literally say like they're just giving us more content. Thanks, guys. We really do appreciate it. Former Titans tight end Johnu Smith has reached a four-year, fifty million dollar deal that includes thirty-one mil fully guaranteed with the Patriots. Okay. So Cam doesn't have an excuse anymore, right? I think it's a good move. I think he's a guy that has a lot of upside, and they're they're definitely taking a risk on him. You know, I mean, twelve that's around twelve, thirteen mil a year for a tight that's end. A lot. That's a lot. I mean, Kelsey's getting what fifteen. Yeah, this is tight end one money, and they see Johnny Smith taking a big leap. And Bill doesn't pay these guys like that oh, ever. No. I mean, who he's probably paid Brady the most, maybe Randy, but I mean, it's definitely interesting because that's what everyone's been saying for all these months, right? Cam hasn't had anybody. That's been the excuse the whole time. His best receiver has been Julian Edelman, and he's been injured. So you're getting a guy now, Cam. So this is your year, okay? This is your year to not become a backup for the well, rest of your and, career. and, you know, the, it's a pretty good wide receiver draft. You know, if they draft another good wide out, yeah. the options look a lot better. Yeah. And now, they have Sony Michelle still. Sony Michelle's not bad. It's and, just when you're running the ball every and play. actually, running backs, segue, playoff Lenny, free agent. Playoff mm-hmm. Lenny. Lenny segue. to the Pats, maybe? That was rumored a while ago. And I, could, I could look, you see it. Yeah. Postmates, stop giving me notifications. Yeah, I think that um, ever since the first time around, I think that spot looks a little less appealing than it did the first time around. Because I remember when we were discussing it last time, I still had them as a playoff team. I know you guys didn't for last year. Obviously, that didn't turn out. But I think they were viewed more highly this time last year than they are currently. So I don't necessarily know about the Pats. I think there's a good chance he resigns with the Bucks. I said before the pod, I'd like to see him on the Chiefs. Don't think that'll happen. Um, but I mean, what other team needs a running back right now? Dude, Leonard Steelers? Steelers. Oh, Steelers. James Conner's leaving. Okay. Yeah. That's... But do, do the Steelers even want to make moves? Like, now that they have Big Ben coming back, it is a clear sign that no matter, they don't care about their record this year, they just want Big Ben to have a good body. And I will say, I don't know if they have the money to pay Lenny, like starting running back money. Yeah, yeah so it's going to be, does Lenny... He probably wants his bag at this point because last year he, he got didn't his get ring. paid that much. He yeah. got his, his values back up. Yeah. It's on the up and up again. I think he goes for a pretty decent sized contract. He's probably going to go for, we've been saying this, but the mid-range teams Ooh. that are going to give him a lot of money. You know what? Chargers? I, I think they paid Eckler a pretty good amount, but I don't think Eckler's RB1. Oh, that'd be scary. Leonard and I know he was Justin injured Herbert. a lot last year, but... Very, Eckler, it would be the Melvin Gordon thing. Yeah. Which, I, which would they had? I don't know. I think it'd be interesting. I think I like Lenny as like a really good power back, and I think power backs and receiving backs are just a tandem made yes. in heaven. Oh, Packers. 
Packers are yes. Yes. Add another <laughs> yes. Yes. Makes so much sense. I mean, maybe Seahawks. Maybe because uh, yeah, Carson's I'm just trying leaving. to think of teams. Like, yeah, there's Chris not Carson's one that really like pops. To I don't me. know. It's gonna be interesting to see how these running backs, you know, kind of move around and see where the like value. Maybe do you, do you think maybe like a, if they can get him for cheap, a team like the Bills maybe? Do maybe they, are they satisfied? Bills with their have some back? cap space. They, they have can make a run at him. I, Leonard Fournette's value is so interesting. Like as it's just his career, because he's like beast in his beginning year. Then kind of like we're like, oh, he's trash. Then goes to the Bucks, and we're like, he's amazing again. I don't know about the Bills though, just because you know, I think Lenny's a fringe number one. That one's more of an outside shot. I think he's a fringe number one, and I think if the Bills get another running back, he's a number one. You know, because they have they have Zach Moss that they drafted, who showed some good signs last year. Played really well against like the Colt or no. Um, yeah, I think he played well against Colts. I don't know. He, I, he had a couple good games. And then mm. they have Devin Singletary, who eh, haven't really seen much from him. I don't think they want to add like a third guy on a fringe. Though. I will say, I just think what I saw from Leonard Fournette this year was, okay, he can be, I think he can be a running back number one with a lot of talent around him. Because he looked amazing with, granted, with Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, yada, yada, yada. On the Bills, he would have Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Cole Beasley, like he would, it would be a similar situation. And I think he can be our RB1 with the Bills. He can be our RB1 with few teams in the league. I think that's what he showed you know me what? this year. I would like Miami. Because he pooped on my team in the Super Bowl. I like Miami a lot. If they already have Jordan Howard, I just think there's already a few options. Well, Miles Gaskin's like their number one. Yeah. And I don't love Miles Gaskin as number one. I think you can have Lenny be the be the guy. Well, yeah. and they, 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 I mean, guy. also, it also depends on what the Sean Watson deal does. Because I mean that changes the whole direction of the franchise. So that pretty much covers our free agency predictions. Whew, free we agency. Talk about Kareem real quick. Oh yeah, yeah. Kareem Hunt reportedly this just broke. Um, the Browns are looking to trade him. I think it's kind of been written on the wall. You know, once you know cap space gets a little bit tighter, you don't need two elite running backs. I know, but damn, was it? Was it? it the formula was really nice to watch. Well, just draft, just drafted like a guy. Yeah, and I it know. was it was to the AFC East team. Yeah, right? they do want to trade so, to the AFC East. If you if you're looking I mean, at Miami again, yeah, there you go. Miami's a really good option. That can be and a piece as part of the Deshaun. I, I'd trade. rather have Cream Hunt for the Bills. I think every single team in the AFC East, there's like you could make like even the Jets. You're like, okay, well they're running it back with Sam Darnold most likely. Maybe like, Patriots, maybe honestly. or Pat. Like yeah. I think all of those teams in yeah. my head is like because you know they need running. When back. they say AFC East teams, there was like two teams that called, so we just have to figure out which two teams. And I think all four of them could have been the like one or. Two I teams. don't think the Jets just because. Jets just Jets are least likely, but yeah. like they still are. Jets are in a spot where they're like like the Dolphins, where they're like, okay, do we trade for Deshaun? Do we draft a quarterback? I think what I'm what I've heard is they're going trying to be like, all right, let's give Sam Donald one more year, draft another piece, um, and so that could maybe be like another. Yeah, for but sure. I, I don't. Need, that would be the least likely team though. So free agency Wednesday, it's going to be one hell of a ride. New league wild. year starts. And then we got the draft right on the corner. Mm-hmm. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Anyway, let's get into our jersey tier maker. The NBA released their oh, so earned jerseys. They're amazing. The earned jerseys are such a cool promo. I mean, it's it's awesome that teams have to like legitimately earn these jerseys by making the playoffs. No, Nike. And a lot of them are really cool. This is the best idea they've ever had. So let's get into it. The Philadelphia 76ers, one with a cream theme with the Liberty Bell on it. The blocking looks a little bit weird. I would have liked to see like a different font for the numbers. What are your guys' thoughts? I would have liked a little bit of a different design for the bell, but I like the concept a lot. It's, I don't think it was executed great, but I like the idea. I think it's better than the. I'm gonna say solid than the jersey they had oh, earlier in the year. Reminder: our tiers are goat, great, solid, whack, and dominoes. Yep, send me that too. I will send you that. Um, yeah. So, 
I'd say I'd, solid. I'd say it's what was the? Uh, it's not whack. It's solid. It's solid. Yeah, and it, it probably looks really good on the court. I will say it looks okay. What frustrates me look is like what frustrates me is the white white Nike on the white jersey. It's like because I can't see it. Yeah, the logo is kind of hard. I can't see that. No, it's a little. I want to be able to see, see the Nike swoosh. Yeah. So next up, Portland Trailblazers went with an all gray. I actually kind of like this. I don't. It I looks know, like the, on the court. It looks it a looks little good. weird. I don't. I thought it looked good. Well, I, like I think it looks pretty good. I'd say, I see a clip of someone on the court, and I think it looks pretty good. I think solids another good one. I, I don't think it's a great jersey. But I, I say solid. solid. Yeah, it's solid. it's solid. Now our first it's great literally jersey, gray. So our, I feel like our first great jersey, the Bucks. Great. Yep. They nailed it. I I think this should be just their jersey. The antlers for on real, the side for is real. just well because it it kind of has the vibe of like the the old like where they used to have like Ray Allen Bucksters where they used to have the huge like buck on it and it was a huge design. It's too much for nowadays. Nowadays it has to be simplistic, but this kind of brings in that like aesthetic of like really yeah. Why is this another jersey honestly? Yeah, for sure. And I think it's, I think it has some goat contention, and we only choose one goat. It just it it makes too much sense. Celtics okay, Celtics. This is a fine jersey on its own, but I'm tired of the Celtics doing the same five things. It really gets old. I don't want to put this as a whack jersey, but seriously, guys, can we mix it up a little bit? For originality, it's like... Yeah, I don't really want to like give them too much credit. I like the lime green pop, but like that's the only thing they like, added. It's, so. it's just another shade of green. Just For the Celtics, you have so many possibilities. You, like we said for the championship, the, the banner jersey, you could have put like a... Championship design. Like, go all in. If you're gonna like, like give you yourself, you have 17 championships. Back. You have plenty of opportunity. They also to, have like in, one of the sickest logos in sports. Yeah. yeah, the Celtics. So yeah, just for honestly, for potential wise, I'm fine with I'm, putting it at whack. I'm putting yeah. it at whack. Right, like cool. as a jersey itself, let's be harsh on them, man. Do something different. Also, on doing something different, those Clippers. Oh, um, I I kind of hate this one. They, I don't okay. hate it. I like it. It's actually. a fine jersey. I'm fine with putting like a solid, but also they're another team that they've just, done that. They've done the same couple things. They're very they're, mono, very just their color. Concept. They're like almost GTA just, style yeah. jerseys, and these ones are just like very similar. Yeah, they're very basic. I mean, what they changed the trim on their arms pretty much. Yeah, that's the yeah. only thing, which is like that. That gives it at least a little bit of flair to me. I like, like some more color though. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like at least on the Clippers, I'm okay with solid. Solid's fine. Solid, the yeah, heat. It's, it's okay. Now this is a jersey that I think would just be fixed by like if you add a little bit of red. They're all gold and black. It looks, it just looks a little bit off. It just looks like a like a someone made like a a great value heat jersey. <laughs> like this, like look, this, this is something you get from like DH Gate. Yeah, and you ordered like the vice jersey. This looks like one of those like alternate Chiefs jerseys you would see. That's like gold. Oh, the yeah, it's not like an official jersey. Yeah, I will say though, I kind of like it. Like it's not what I was expecting them to ever do. And I think I've said this before about team jerseys, but I really love when teams do weird shit with their jerseys. So just going outside the box entirely, saying, "Hey, we're gonna just make this trophy gold instead of having any red on it," I kind of like them for trying that. I agree with Caden. I I can understand why people don't like this jersey, and I agree red would have made it a little bit better. Just add a little bit of red, but I like the jersey. I like how it looks on the court. I like just it's simplistic, the yellow and then the black, the solid black strips on the side. Yeah. It looks good to me. I like it. I understand why you don't. What, what do you guys want it at? What's above good? I, no, I put it great. I, would, I, think, I think it's, it's not solid. great. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, good. All right. So you're putting a good because yeah. two, okay. I know I'm good with that too. Okay, I'm fine okay. with that. Uh, next up, the Jazz. I I really like this one. The, this has like the retro 
This is like almost kind of like the NHL reverse retro uh, oh, series. Yeah, I think it's I a think this series. is a goat contender for me. Ooh. I like the colors once again. This is really weird <laughs> and different. What? No, he's I, he's saying he's such a jazz hater because he doesn't like them. Oh yeah, of course, Talon, absolute <laughs> jazz hater. Uh, but yeah, no, the yellow and green. The green's a really interesting color because it's not. It's almost like somewhere between a dark and a lime. Um, but no, it makes the yellow pop, and I like they added some white in there and how the logo kind of goes over their numbers. I don't think I've seen a team do that in a while. I like it. No, I agree with you. I I think it adds like a nice little twist on like some of their older jerseys in the past that use this color scheme. And I'm I'm a big fan. You know. I think for you know if we're talking about jazz jerseys, this is a really great jazz jersey. I would agree with most of that. Uh, the side stripes save a lot of it for me. I like the little like like indent on the side stripes. I'm looking at this picture. If you can, yeah. So, um, I like those side stripes. I I think I've seen this like jersey a couple like the same colors a couple of times. Oh yeah, it's like retro. Yeah, and They're bringing it back. I, I will say also think out of potential, I would have loved to see them do something with their t- like early two thousands jazz jerseys. I love those jerseys, um, and so they're okay. But like just seeing them, I don't know. Um, I am okay with great because, yeah. like you said, the logo above the numbers it looks really good. Next up, Lakers all blacks. These have to be great. Oh, they, they're, they're, they better be before, in goat contention. They're not. They're not in go contention for me just because they're not new. Yeah, but they're great jerseys. Before. They're great jerseys. They're, I mean, they are a little bit different, like these, a tiny bit different. They're good. I've seen this design from them like four times, and it's just different colors. It just looks so good to me. I'm a Lakers fan, so I'm really biased. I think like the actual just a black Lakers jersey just works. It just works. Next up, the Magic jerseys. Now, actually, I think these are gonna be. I, I want to put them in great, and here's why. Because I don't think a Magic jersey gets much better than this. With their current logo and their current branding, I don't think a jersey gets much better than this. I love the logo on the jersey for them instead of like the weird just magic. Also, the side stripes are sick. The They're side like, stripes. I love stars side stripes. down the side. It just gives into the Magic vibe. I I actually like it. So I, th- I, uh, I, I like I'd say great. You guys know how much of a hater I was in the orange Magic jerseys. I like those. I like these a lot. These look like Magic jerseys. The side stripes look great. Also, just them being with Disney makes so much sense. I love it. Yeah, it's like, one of the best partnerships. It's awesome. Um, if only they were good. Yeah. Um, but no, the jerseys, like you said, what they have to work with, I, it's great. Next up, Mavs. Whack. Dude, whack. Dude, you. it's literally their, like one of their alternate jerseys. I like the Mavs a lot, but yeah, no. This looks they, like they just pressed their well, font it's down. It's confusing because for their alternates, early, their city... They were like, you know what? We'll go wild. We're going to go white and gold. And I was like, that's not even your colorway, you weirdos. And then they were like, oh, sorry, we got too extreme. We're going to go with our basically our away jersey. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's not also what. There's like an in-between there, guys. These and the Thunder, uh, we haven't talked about the Thunder yet, but these and the Thunder are both whack to me because like, the Thunder is just this to part two. It it looks very bad. Okay, what, what, for, we'll talk about that. What do we, what do we put in the Mavericks? Whack. I'm going cool, whack. Um, okay, and so now to the Thunder. Do we, do we like? I, I don't. Th- I don't hate as much as you do. I have the Dominoes. I really don't like them. the Thunder jerseys. Whoa! Whoa. They're like the same thunder. Yeah. Whoa! These are cold. I've seen this before. It literally. I know we can't put them in Dominoes. I have it in Dominoes. Look, if you don't want to put it in Dominoes, that's fine. I think they're great, but I'm fine with putting them in solid because they've been. Done I think before. they're solid. No, I think they're a great jersey. I, I think they're borderline good. Well, I just like, like solid is good. Yeah, yeah. yeah I feel I mean. like Nike just said copy, paste, change font. 
No, the Mavericks are a lot, lot more copy and paste, though. Yeah, I agree. I haven't seen this specific thing. And also, jersey. just if you're looking from jersey for jersey, the Thunder jersey is better than the Mavs. Yeah, that's fair. And, like, the the, the little, like, the cut in the text. The little, like... Yeah, I it like, like it. like a lightning I, bolt. I, I think it's yeah, cool. no, it's cool. No, I hate their ad patch. All right, next up, Brooklyn Nets. What do you have? I think it's great. What do you have? I I love the subway vibe. It's very New York. I love that they brought back like their old floor, like the I don't mm-hmm. remember what the design's called. Uh, it's like the, like little arrows. If you know the Brooklyn Nets, you don't you know what I'm talking about? If they're watching the jersey, this podcast, it probably. looks it looks great on the court. I saw them playing at the other day. I think it's a great jersey. My I didn't think it was that good, and then the court seeing it on court changed my opinion. Uh great's a little much for me. I'd have it a good. I'd I like have it. The, a, I like the pattern. I'd have it a good as well. It's just, Damn. it feels like a little bit of a step back to me because I absolutely love their city edition. Yeah, their uniforms. city's also that, that, sick. You know, that, that's a fair point. That, that and their their uh, their throwbacks are also sick. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then they just kind of rolled out these. They're like, yeah, we've been doing so good. We're just gonna take this jersey off. No, I agree. I'm I'm not gonna be mad about that. Not at Considering all. the context of how much fire their jerseys are, I can't put that at the same level. Dude, the Spurs yeah. are on this like tier maker, but they did not make the playoffs. It's That's really been throwing me off. Interesting. Oh, what? Maybe they just consider any team that won the bubble. No, I think they're just. I don't know. Weird. Anyway, yeah. uh, the Nuggets. Let me find the Nuggets. Real quick. Uh, they're okay. Uh, I don't like... know. Yeah, um... they're the like no, like you said, they're they're the same jersey. They, like aesthetically, they look good, but I've seen this design a million times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just their logo, and then their. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say solid. like the thing with the Jazz jerseys is I'm gonna watch that on TV and be like, they have those jerseys. Like I'm gonna watch the Nuggets in this jersey, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be like, oh, that's a different jersey. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch them and be like, yeah, it's a Nuggets. It's funny because like if if Boston did this exact same thing where they just took their logo and put it on their jersey, we'd be like, oh my god, it looks sick because yeah. they don't do that all the time. Yeah. yeah. Next up, Pacers. I, I love this jersey. It's a great jersey. Yeah, great uh, great jersey. Again, uh, I will say probably the only flock against it though, but mm-hmm. and it's because we already have a very bold yellow jersey. Bold, yeah, but but that's know. not. I'm, I'm not gonna discredit this that jersey, the jersey. Gives me hella Paul George Pacers like vibes, like the yellow, but with the pinstripes. Uh, this is like the Jermaine O'Neal days. So Jermaine, yeah. So I really like it. It looks good. I think it's a great jersey. I, yeah, I say it's a great jersey as well. Okay, oh, you good with that? Yep. Right. I don't know. I, I I like solid yellow jerseys. They look good. As Except the Raptors. I'm I'm pretty hard on these. I these are so lazy. Yeah. It's just they have so much potential to be like the ra- you're gonna go back like it, so with the purple is coming back from like the throwback days. Like that's Trace like, McGrady, Vince yeah, Carter. Like, that's what they're doing with the purple. And then they just do this. It's just a weird block. Um Well, cause it, I think what they're trying to do, because now they have those those judges that do the little yeah. the triangle no, for half sure. triangle thing. But like it doesn't even look like that. It doesn't it's also the Raptors have dropped a thousand fire jerseys. This is the bad one. And the, yeah, it's okay. Is, it's okay. One. I'm cool That's putting what, this on whack. They've had yeah. a, a thousand goat jerseys. This is the bad one. This is whack. Rockets. I feel like I, I feel like it has to be in solid because Rockets black jerseys just are so clean. It looks but clean. Yeah. Aren't these just like their normal jerseys? Yeah. I get it that the red's like brighter, but this is literally their normal jersey. Well, I don't think they have a black jersey this year I don't think they do no. they don't so this, this is like year. this is their black we've jersey we've seen it before I say it's solid I think it's solid okay Spurs are on here doesn't help shouldn't when, be. when and also the Suns players. are on here which the Suns jerseys are cold I really wish the Suns would have made the playoffs because these earned jerseys that would have been a thing look really cool oh. 
It's like the Charles Barkley days. Like, it has like the sun shooting across. Anyway, so I think that's everyone. Did I miss a team? Um, heat Bucks, Magic. I don't think so. Uh, no, I don't think All we right, did. So now it's time to kind of goat. We have the Bucks, Jazz, Lakers, Pacers, and Magic. Okay, I'm so say, I, can we at least limit? I think the Magic don't deserve to be in the combo. No, nope. I I think this is a two man race, and I think it's pretty easy. Jazz and Pacers. No, I I wasn't. There is one jersey we said should be the actual jersey oh, of the team. Yeah. Okay. The Bucks. Yeah. Bucks. If if you're saying an alternate jersey should be the actual jersey, I feel like that's the winner. Right. I mean, that's good logic. That's I good think, logic. I think that's the best jersey. In I my, think my mind. if you're doing an alternate jersey, I think it needs to be something that just pops out. Yeah, so I see. Yeah. It doesn't like pop as much. Like, because I'm gonna crown this fair. as like the alternate jersey, and no, I, I just have to go with the Jazz because they did something so weird. I just love it. Yeah, but they, we've also seen it in the past before. I'm biased. I, I'm going to put my Lakers as the GOAT. Oh, dude, come on. You're going to make me and Nate debate this one out? Come dude, on. Dude, come on. No, I, I, I'm just saying if it was my personal opinion, but I will obviously You're such a pleb. Mediate. You're such a pleb. Yeah, Talon's going to have this jersey by the next time we film. Um, I, I, do like your, I do like your argument against the Bucks. The Jazz one, it's been done before. Let me look up the old one because I didn't know it's been done before. I, I, I mean, the Pacers one... It really is the only one that hasn't been done before, and I guess it's kind of well. I guess it kind of. I has. can't put that that jersey as goat though. It's not. That's not the best. Okay. Jersey. Yeah, I see what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. It's been done before, but that one was more blue than green. I would say like this one has a lot of green in it. Which one are you Um. Oh no, there was. No, it's it's that jersey, but with mm-hmm. lookups are. I don't remember what year it is, but imagine that jersey. But they they used to wear these colors. That's that's how they made the jersey. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, you know what? I, I still, I still think the Bucks. I still think the Bucks. I'll, are the I'll, I'll go with the Bucks. Okay. And like, I, I don't like the Jazz that much. I agree with your logic. I wonder why. I agree with your logic that like, you know, it should pop a little bit more as an alternate. But on just pure jersey design, this is the best design jersey. Yeah. By far, in my mind. So there you go. There's your NBA jersey rankings, and I think that wraps up the episode. What an episode! We had the announcement with the sports plays. Official sports plays. Go follow them. They're amazing. They break news quicker than the big boys. Oh, way quicker. Way quicker. I mean, they literally broke news to us while we were filming. How crazy is that? Wild. We got March Madness with Guess Who Today, NFL Free Agency. What an episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. And if you're new and you stuck around this long, we appreciate it. We'd love to have you here. Thank you so much. And we will see you next week. Peace. Peace.